seeing child stars on your television. But please stop giving us crap or we'll have a head-on collision. So how was your week and your weekend? Uh, okay. <laughs> I guess we're not going to do an intro. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're right. It's always, we always start with, how was your day and your week? <laughs> yeah, we should. That's fine. I'm always, always fretting over an intro. I think let's just start it with you say, how was your day? Uh, how was your day and your last weekend? Uh, my last weekend. Okay. Yeah. So my, my day was good. I had a good time. Um, I did a lot of, uh, animating and music listening. And then I spent the end of the day, um, doing, uh, playthroughs. We're, we'll get to the topic. I'll, I'll leave it until we introduce the topic, but I spent the remainder of my day doing that. Um, but I am doing a thing where I'm listening to albums from the year 2004. Because I had said in a previous podcast, I'm very cynical sometimes. I don't like it. Uh, I'm trying to be better about it. I had said Did you that, say you're listening to albums specifically from 2004? Yes. So you would have been in middle school? Uh, yes. Uh, no, I would have been in high school. I would have almost been graduating high school. I would have been a junior in high school. I would have been in middle school. Um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, God, you you're been. old. <laughs> you're old as shit. You're yeah. old as shit. I was a middle schooler. You were a high schooler. That's gross. Uh, God, you're so gross. old. We shouldn't That's... even be talking. <laughs> this is starting to hurt my feelings. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was fun and now it hurts. <laughs> but yeah, the year 2004, I had said um, when we during one of our, our screen podcasts, I was just like, oh, all, pretty much all the culture from the 2000s is garbage. And, uh, and I, I don't know why I said that. I don't believe that really, you know, I just say things or I've had a bad time with a couple uh things from that era, or I look back and I think, I don't really remember a lot of groups. So I thought what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a deep dive here into this music. You're know, just fine. trying to get a rise out of us. Cause we are so You're sad so about 2004. Yeah. We are just like, we love 2004, Paul. Why would you say anything bad about it? You'd be like, fuck you guys. That's how it went. Right. And we were cowering in the corner and you were smacking us. I didn't know at that point that that doesn't work. Uh, no one had told me. I guess that was related to our cat conversation earlier. If you cut that, by the way. I, I um, will cut the cat conversation. But earlier we said that cats do not listen. Uh, and yeah. they don't understand when you hit them and neither do Kelly's Kelly's or Joe's. So <laughs> if you want to smack them around because of 2004, it doesn't work. You just can't do it. So I learned from that day on that I can't smack you guys <laughs> uh, and that I should instead try to embrace uh, probably what should have been my most formative years, which was right for music and for all of that stuff. There was obviously a lot of stuff that I do love from that time. And I'm just trying to uh, fill in the rest of the holes, the things that I have not listened to. And I'm having a really nice time. Uh, I don't know why 2004 was first. I think actually it was because of an album that ended up being from 2003 that I was listening to. Um, so I said, I listened to that and I'm like, well, this is just going to be the year because I really like this album. It turns out that album was 2003. So it has been eliminated from my 2004 list. But I do have 12 albums now on the 2004 list. And it's a, uh, going it's going well 
that is going. Yeah, it's going very well. So that's. Been I don't my... think you need a job at all. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think I found my job. I think this is what I do. So I think you should let Kellator bring home the money, uh-huh. and you just continue doing this. Right. Exactly. I think that's good. Um. So that's my plan. Yeah, for the future. <laughs> uh, hopefully, this will bring in the cash. Um. Famously, it could if you start reviewing stuff. Like Brendan Small, when he turned into a movie guy, you could be 2004 album guy. I Yeah, because I mean, there's not enough like guys that look like me and sound like me reviewing albums. People or... <laughs> need to know what men, white men in their 30s think. Now this album, this hip-hop album, let me tell you, my friends. Hip-hop, as it was, was invented in 2004. Uh, <laughs> did you guys know that white people actually invented hip hop and the music man I bet you didn't know I bet you it's didn't know true. I hate when people they don't say invented but I hate when people say white people rapped and the music man and you're like shut up just shut don't say fuck it up. just, don't, just don't say it nobody it's wants to hear important. that no one agrees with you it's not a rap <laughs> it's just people talking fast that's I'm sorry it's over <laughs> Yeah, just don't don't even try that. Like you heard them talk like, fast, and you. What do you that... want? Yeah, what do you, like? What do you want by that conversation? Well, oh yeah, white people actually were rapping in the Music Man. You're like, <laughs> okay. And then I'm sure they did a deep dive on like the history of black music and have discovered that no, there's no instances of anybody talking fast before this. Like, <laughs> there's just the history of music too. Like, I'm sure they did all of their research and. You really know what would be a funny of uh, music history. What would be a funny sketch though is if like if there was a bunch of like uh rap musician or uh, like rap people that were like talking through this and they all just kept saying, "I guess it started when I watched The Music Man mm-hmm. as a young child." Yeah, <laughs> it really he turned said, me on to the cash music man. for the fingers, cash for the blinkerblurs. That's what it is. Know. That's what they're talking yeah. about. That's the song they're talking about. That fast to the friends and the pickens and the prickens. That song. That is what they think is the white people's um, con- contribution. When do you think we'll start receiving our checks from the black <laughs> folk who've been stealing money from us all this time? <laughs> so yeah, uh, what were we talking about? Two thousand four. Uh, and how? White people a space odyssey yeah <laughs> a space odyssey that would have been more accurate that would have been a funnier uh funnier movie I, the, my problem with that movie it wasn't funny enough they didn't really get all the jokes in they could have gotten it um i did watch so i do um these things after my job searching kelly thank you for <laughs> So I was rude. just joking. I'm so sorry. I, was, <laughs> I don't want you to think I'm like. Uh... I I I I sensed a tone after I said that, <laughs> that that you were a little hurt, and I'm sorry that I said it. It was just a joke. Uh, it's hard to. It's hard to. It's hard. To, the only reason that that for that hurt is because it's hard to ever think that it's okay to do like anything else. Yeah, um, I understand. So yeah. like whenever like. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, you should be like, yeah, you should be looking for a job. Yeah. So, sorry <laughs> that, that you're enjoying hurt. any of your time. <laughs> but uh, I have been watching um, lots of movies as well. And 
<laughs> oh, well, now I feel terrible because I didn't know. <laughs> so I could be writing reviews for those. And that is uh, opinions that. Uh, and you do. But... You write them on Letterboxd and they're they're <laughs> always two words long. And then you always text me angry that I liked other people's reviews and not yours. I saw somebody else like say like uh that like they had the same review I had for something. I'm just like, oh man. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> that's just what people do on Letterboxd. It's like it's too hard to come up with reviews. Now I don't do I, it unless I have I something. don't I yeah, have, yeah, I don't try to review it, review it because nobody cares what I think about anything. I just like to try yeah. I try to write something that reminds me of something about watching it that I think was fun. Yeah, that's a that's a really good way to look at it. And honestly, that's actually what I've been doing recently. Um, yeah, because I had watched I had watched Breaking Away, which, by the way, that movie is so fucking good. It's, it's unbelievable. It's funny. You just you texted me about watching that. And I had just I've been trying to get my friend that I, I just visited my friend in Milwaukee and I was trying to get him to watch that movie. And now I'm trying to get him to watch that movie still. And then you texted me that you were watching it. And I'm like, everyone should be watching that movie. Yeah, it, it was free on YouTube. It's one of those things. I was on YouTube. We're, we're talking about YouTube today. I'm going to spoil that um, YouTube. because YouTube, YouTube. Is, I love YouTube. YouTube right now, YouTube, my unemployed life is YouTube and Tubi. Um, I love <laughs> both of those things. I've always loved YouTube. I, I currently am. I just am infatuated with Tubi. I love Tubi so much. Um, but I was on but YouTube. You, oh, well, hold on. You love YouTube, but you're infatuated with uh, Tubi. Yes, that's correct. Uh, okay. So if they hear this, <laughs> if they hear this, they're going to be like, so I don't mean anything. Well, it's like it's like that thing where YouTube's been around so long now. It's the love is there, but it's settled. You know, it's not new yeah, love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Tubi, it's like Tubi is like uh, it's it's magical, you know, and uh, it's it's just gets it's these things on Tubi, these things that are on Tubi. You, uh, <laughs> they are they are crazy. Uh, what you can find on Tubi. Sometimes you'll watch the worst movie you've ever seen, as I did with uh, Slapstick of Another Kind. That movie is the worst movie I've ever seen. Uh, continues to be the worst movie I've ever seen. Sometimes you see the greatest movie you've ever seen. And you don't know um, what's going to happen. And you don't know what, what you're going to learn. You don't know. Uh, you don't know. You do not You don't know. You and don't it's know. it's beautiful. I watched the whole documentary about Ska that I thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, I've been <laughs> watching, uh, I watched Death Race 2000, which was this incredible, uh, incredible film. Um, and I just watched uh, Rollerball for the first time. Rollerball was one of these like uh, cult classics that's just kind of creeping there. It's been creeping there for a long time. I finally stared it down and I said, I'm going to watch you. I'm going to watch you today. And I did. And uh I, I had a, a lovely time with that one, but this is all uh, to go back to my com uh, what I was talking about with my YouTube. So I, w I was on YouTube. Uh, I was actually getting ready. I had Tubi open. I was ready to go over to Tubi and find a Tubi for the evening, but uh, it caught my eye there up in the corner. It said uh, free on YouTube is the film breaking away. And I said to myself, when is there a bad time to watch the film breaking away? And I there's never a bad time. I could not come up with one. So I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll just give it a try. See if it, you know, sometimes even if it's a great movie, you're just, it, the vibes are off. You're not prepared. If I, I started this movie instantly, I'm like, this is the greatest movie. Uh, this is one of my favorite movies of all time. And it is so good. It's, it's funny. 
it's very real um it's like these the relationship with the characters in this movie feels very real um it's all filmed in bloomington indiana of course that's one of the main reasons why we love this movie so much has a lot to do with the little 500 the bike race um but and also just seeing locations you're like i stood there before The dad eating Noble Romans off the dashboard of the car is one of my favorite moments in cinema, specifically <laughs> with how I'm like, oh my God, that's that's such a beautiful thing to see. Uh, and I, um, yeah, I it's a gorgeous film. And I just wanted to say too, that this is a sports movie, first and foremost. And these sports sequences in this, this movie are incredible. Like they're some of the most exciting uh, sequences and they're all scored with uh with uh um with uh music (laughs) (laughs) oh my god why'd you even finish that sentence (laughs) i was trying to find a better word for it and i kept i I thought i genuinely thought that there was like a one classical music that was scoring the entire thing that you were gonna like teach me and then you were like, scored with that music. Did you just mean like classical music? Yeah, well, the, here's the thing. I meant <laughs> classical music. That's what I was looking for. That's what I wanted to go into immediately. But I kept saying orchestra music. And I was like, that's not the word for it. What am I? Music. So I was like, and I kept, it was like orchestra music, orchestra music. I'm like, dude, that's not the right word for it. And then, but I couldn't tell. My brain would not go in another direction. So I just these are the kind of reviews that we can expect from yes, year two thousand four. It's yeah. What I um, Uh, just like. (laughs) So you'll see the vibe of two thousand four was pretty much music. It's like there's a lot of music, and uh, (laughs) all the punk rock is uh, a little embarrassing, but you like it anyway. Mostly music yeah (laughs) Uh, you turn it on music everyone in 2004 loved music music was a big thing for everybody's lives in 2004 it's true uh (laughs) i didn't realize this until i went back and started listening but there's uh they released albums uh there were popular songs no um stuff came out avril is there yeah she was there uh uh green day of course was there uh Franz Ferdinand was there but yeah uh but breaking away one of the best um music scenes in there (laughs) yeah uh they really uh, the music is fast and the music is fast paced and the the music really goes with the um the 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 music parts (laughs) the shot anyway uh... Uh, but yeah one of the best ones is when i forget what the song is but yeah it's one it's a it's a very classic classical song it's one you Uh, would all know that nobody really we all probably know from like bugs bunny or something it's the one that goes if we were smarter we'd know exactly what that was called you're gonna learn no you already learned if you listen to a second podcast the super frustrating thing about classical music though is if you don't if you aren't some kind of person that grew up in like a a musical household or mm-hmm. a studied um music in college or high school for any reason there's no way to know those the names of those songs and it's very hard to look up so yeah. you, like your choices are just kind of like, like as i've done this before i've gone just on to youtube and just been like 
most famous classical yeah, songs and just gone through it until I find the one that I'm just kind of like, that's the one. And it's always just like Mozart something. And you're just kind of like, if I wasn't an idiot, I would know that. I would just be yeah. like, uh, yeah, uh, Mozart's uh, 54th, you know it. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not that you're an idiot. It's that they don't name them anything. They're just numbers in their name. And uh, if they called it like uh, 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 getting downtown or something, you know. <laughs> something cool we'd remember it but they're just that's like, true oh, yeah. just a bunch it's of really their fault for not naming it stuff like getting downtown yeah it's like tech guys that are always like uh you know they they give you the they give you all the the gobbledygook names for everything and you're just like i yeah. don't know what you're talking about you're not teaching me anything uh it's not our fault but anyway, let's finish this this one part of the movie where I said that that song's playing and the whole scene is just it's a he's training for the Indy fi, uh the uh little 500 which is the the bicycle version of the Indy 500 uh that happens in Bloomington, Indiana. Um and so it's groups of four bicyclists that will um ride around in laps and you get the gist of it, you know what the Indy 500 is and what uh nascar racing is you in know general. in the indy 500 where the they, the guy gets out of a car and then somebody else gets into that same car and drives off like that <laughs> that's not what happens i'm sorry i i thought that was a fun joke no I, you just made everybody sad i was sad everybody listening I made sad. Everybody sad. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know automatically everybody in the audience I definitely Wouldn't it be funny if everyone sad. hit that and just got sad because of what you said? Oh man, I thought that's what happened too. I, I genuinely, genuinely thought that. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess I'm an idiot then. Huh? I guess oh, I don't know my classical music. I yeah. don't know my uh, 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 Indy 500 laps. I guess I just don't belong anywhere. I don't belong anywhere. <laughs> I guess I thought this podcast was where I belonged, and I guess not. Huh? <laughs> now I don't, I don't belong anywhere. <laughs> but yeah, it, he's trading for this race, and so he's racing a semi, and he keeps trying to pass the semi. Uh -huh. um, and so he's going, he starts up, they're going 20 miles an hour. The semi driver puts a two out just to signify that they're going 20. And then he doesn't let him pass. And then um, he's going 30. And then the semi driver puts the three out the window and he still can't pass him. And then he's going 40. And then he's like the semi driver's laughing along with him because he, he's not letting him pass. And he's like, oh, he's going faster and faster. And then the semi driver gets pulled over. And the bicyclist, what's his name? What's the lead guy's name in that movie? I don't know. I just watched it. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I know that he he wants, he pretends to be Italian through most of the movie. So I think he he makes a fake name. I think he his does, name's yeah. Peter or something. It starts with a P. But he's like Filippo or something yeah. um, in his Italian. Um, but yeah, his dad is just a gem of a person. I love, uh, uh, he even pretends to be Italian at home. So his father gets to say things like, I'm not your papa, I'm your goddamn father. <laughs> that made me laugh so hard. <laughs> goddamn. Oh, yes, papa. I'm not your papa, I'm your goddamn father. I love the house they live in. I love every... Every oh, it's all very Indiana. Yeah. I love every second of this movie. Maybe it's not for everyone. Maybe it's oh, no no no. This isn't some Hoosiers bullshit. It's okay? not a Hoosier movie. It's it's for everybody. This it's, is for it's everybody. a great movie. This is for everybody. Uh, this is like the movie. Goon. I think we get more nostalgia from watching it sure. because we we like those places and um those areas, but 
I think it's a great it's a great movie regardless. Mm-hmm. And it has top actors in it. It has uh, a bunch of people, Please. Daniel Stern, um others. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty famous people, but Dennis you know, Quaid. Dennis yeah. Quaid. Dennis Quaid. All these awful, awful people. I don't think Daniel Stern's awful, but uh Dennis Quaid is awful. What does he do? Oh, he's just a big Trump supporter guy. Now they're all they're all like that. You gotta with these old guys. I learned this too with um uh Mr. Khan. Um that James Khan? Yes. James Khan, unfortunately. No. Um, he wasn't Trump though, because he died. No, he was Trump. He was Trump. Because um, he died? <laughs> I thought he died before the election, but he did not. He's not Trump um, because he died. Uh, Dad, so he's not with Trump anymore. He's in heaven. Oh, we're, we're back in the junior. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, he's, he's not con because he died. Oh, no, he is con. He's not Trump because he died. <laughs> Come to my house in a couple of days. Um. So he he was, and yes, you, you just um you just got to accept that these old actors, uh, a good handful of them, well, they're all rich people. Rich people like being yeah. rich, and they're all bad. It doesn't mean that rollerball wasn't cool. Um, <laughs> it just means that you do have to accept that some of your favorite actors, and we don't know, especially with Khan, uh, if he uh, uh, if he would have voted for him again. I think that's telling. Not that it's good that you did it the first time, but if you can say like I fucked up, you know, this guy's obviously insane. Yeah, uh, I hate when people die and they can't tell me that they fucked up. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, so that's what I did. What did you do this week? Oh, finally getting to my day, huh? We're finally yeah. getting to my like day. 20 minutes in. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, this morning, uh, these last couple of days, I had to get up super early. So I've been super tired. Uh, it's one of those things where uh, like our normal summer schedule, like we have uh, days where I have to leave my house at 3 a.m., and those already suck, but it super sucks when you, because I, those are already on the calendar. I know when those days are, but it super sucks when any, uh, like any other client is just kind of like, do you guys mind like being set up by 7.30 a.m., which means we have to start setting up at 6.30 a.m., which means we have to come mm-hmm. in an hour early. So I hate, I, that is when I just get so mad because I'm just like, I had to leave my house at 3 a.m. yesterday, and now you're telling me I got to leave my house at 5.30 a.m. today for an unplanned early morning? Yeah, that's, that's just bullshit. When you think that's you when I'm mad. Out. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, but, but they always say it like it's no big deal. It's just kind of like, well, yeah, we just want to start rehearsal at 7.30, and it's kind of like, but why? Yeah. But why? Am I going to – I always want to be like, am I going to get over there? And you're just going to be like, ah, we don't really need a rehearsal, like, 75% of the time. <laughs> Yeah, that's what's going to happen. I got to say no to them last time, but then they asked two weeks in advance, and then I had to say yes. But it did feel really good last time she asked to be like, "Um, you're not giving us enough time for all my people to come in early. So no, (laughs) absolutely not. But yeah, I had that. But then because I did that, we were done done working by like 9 a.m. So I spent the majority of my day watching this new show called Claim to Fame. Okay. Have you heard of this? I Have you heard it. of this show? No. Oh, God, it is so fucking fun. You would love it. Okay, so it's hosted by one of the Jonas Brothers. Well, they're two Jonas Brothers, but it's hosted by one of the one that's in the group and one of the non-famous Jonas Brothers. 
So it's Kevin oh, okay. Jonas, and I already forget the other one's name because he's not famous. He's just there. Franklin Jonas. He's on TV. He's famous. He's on, well, now he's on TV because the, the premise of this show, it's a reality show. And the premise okay. is that there's, I think there's 10 to 12 people in a house. And all of them have a famous relative. And they uh, the point of the game is to figure out who their famous relative is. And if they get found out, they get kicked out of the house. Oh, wow. So, oh, God, it's so fucking fun, Paul. I think it's I think this season, especially it started out so dramatic because uh, spoilers ahead. If you haven't watched the second season of Claim to Fame, um, I've seen the first six episodes. So there's going to be spoilers. So this kind Wait of went minute. viral. You're gonna you're gonna spoil it for me. I haven't seen it. You, uh, um, well, watch are it. you? You're gonna watch I'm it. I'm going to watch it. That sounds amazing. I will watch it. Okay. Um, it's on one of my friends' Plex, so you I'm can sorry. Find it. I know how you feel. I, I do know. feel terrible because I, I was could... gonna. Have, I had a really fun thing to say. All right, so tell me, tell me. Oh, this ahead. is the first episode, so it's still fun to watch, no matter okay. what. I won't okay. spoil any of the other ones. Okay. And there is one guy that no one can figure out that I knew immediately, and I mm. feel so good about that. Anyway. Um, so the very first woman that gets kicked off is Tom Hanks's niece. And okay. she has a complete fucking meltdown about being voted off. So like they figure her out and like the whole episode, she's kind of being really coy about it. She's just kind of like, they kind of figure it out. Cause there's like clues around the house about people. And then they like, they do like two truths and a lie that are just kind of like, uh, there's like a bunch of clues that people do. So she did her two truths and a lie. And then people were seeing like the little force, but like Gump, um, um, Bench. And so they knew Tom Hanks was one of the options. And she was like, even being like really stupid about it. She's like, I, I might be Tom Hanks, but I don't know. There's a lot of benches. So like, you're just kind of like, all right, bitch, people know mm. it's, you now. Um, so like, uh, everyone in the house is kind of looking at her like this is obviously Tom Hanks's nepo baby over here, and so like she like and then it got it got to elimination time, and so the guy this is it was just so fucking funny the guy that did the elimination it he was just kind of very like blank faced and he just went up there and like they're like who do you want to call out and he was like um, I think her name is Carly he's like I want to call out Carly. And then she was like, the look on her face was just kind of like, oh, I can't fucking believe I'm being called out already. He has no idea. And like they did the elimination. He goes, I think that your guy is Tom Hanks. And she had a meltdown. She was like, um, I helped everybody. I needed oh, more no. time on screen. She's like, I needed more screen time. I can't believe this. And then oh, there's just no. like, and then she does all that in front of everybody. And then she leaves and everybody's just kind of like, oh God, like I'm glad she's gone. Cause that would have been a mess later. And then you just hear her yelling in the distance. Cause she's Whoa. still freaking out. She's just like screaming. She's just kind of like, I, I just swore. Like, I just can't believe it. It's so fucking funny. You'd love this show. It's amazing like even Whoa. knowing that that's coming because i knew it because of tiktok it was just so fun and then like just the way they form alliances and like they they slyly get people out look it up on plex it's called claim to fame 
It's so fucking fun. You're going to have a great time. Everybody, yeah. look it up. You're going to have a great time. Do you think that they, the original title was Depo Babies and the, <laughs> there was too much protest within the group? And then they're just kind of like, actually, all these people's lives seem to suck and this seems to be the best thing going for them. Yeah. So we shouldn't call them Depo Babies. Uh. <laughs> they're all annoying in the exact same way where they're just kind of like, uh, yeah, I'm uh, around celebrities. <laughs> You're just kind of like, all right. And they're yeah. all like that to each other. And they, they get so mad when they get eliminated. It's so fucking fun. But yeah, they can't figure out the one guy that I, there was the, he was the only one that I like looked at and I was like, I know exactly who this is. Oh, by looking at him, you didn't know I, before. I just, yeah, I just looked at his face and I knew exactly who he was. Mm. And he's already been uh, guessed wrong twice by the people on the show. So he's still on there. Uh, as far as I know, I'm, I think I'm four episodes in. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow, sir. I think the season's still going, if I know. I just I just started watching this today. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, um, you should tell me if there's anybody on there that you're like, I know exactly who this is. Because, okay. Yeah. I think I know that the lady is going to be Tom Hanks's. Uh, Do you niece. think you know that? I well, I, I know that, that. the reason I don't even feel like that's a spoiler is that was huge news for a while. Like I even knew that, and I didn't even know what the show was. But I, I told you I hadn't been spoiled. But then you said that I could say it. Yeah, but you made me feel bad. <laughs> I know, I, I because I wanted to say it, and then you were all like. <laughs> I don't know. This is supposed to be my news. This is supposed to be my news. And then you made it about you and then said I couldn't say it. (laughs) I made it about me. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) This is uh, Neighbors Trash. We're going into it. Can I go into it? Or do you have more to talk about? The only other thing that I thought was funny that happened to me was I'll be quick about this. Um, this was last weekend. Uh, my friends and I had like a mini reunion um, at a cabin at, where we went to college. What's a um, full reunion? What's a mini reunion versus a full a mini, reunion? I guess a full reunion would be like an actual event where you like got everybody I together. See. A mini reunion is just people that happen to go there. Then we all were like, let's get a cabin together. Uh, I see. So first of all, we accidentally got it on like this hippie commune because you, I, I don't want to, I don't want to call out the city by name just because every, I think most people know where I went to college at this point because I've said it a million times, but I don't want to call it out by name because I'm going to say something bad about it. But, um, so yeah, it was, uh, it was on a hippie commune. Um, and it was like one cabin that they rented out and they were obviously like a community otherwise. So they were like all out there walking around, um, and there was just like there was like a guard. It looked nice. I don't know. Um, this like we we went there. We rented the cabin just to to hang out, and we also went to go see uh, Ron Funches and Blair Saki at the Comedy Attic. The Comedy Attic is one of the best um, comedy venues I've ever been to anywhere. You're doing um, a good it's job, very... not giving away where this is. <laughs> It doesn't really matter. I just didn't want to say it by name and then say something bad. Um, But I will allude to it and then say something bad. And it's not even that bad. Um, But uh, the Comedy Attic, yeah, it's a beautiful place to see comedy. If you are ever in that city that I will not name right now, you should go there because there's always big names coming through. And it's a very, very intimate space. And it's so fun to see. So we went to see Ron Funches there. Amazing. He was so fucking funny. Anyway. 
Um, but I didn't, I guess this is something you don't really realize until you leave a place. Um, but like me and my friend were walking around and before, like we met up with anybody else, we went antiquing around there and we just walked around just to see if we had like good memories from it. And like, we kept saying the same thing. We were like, we don't really have any good memories from here. Like we Mm. went here and we hung out here and we spent a lot of time here and we liked it, but it was just kind of like, I don't like, this never felt like a home to either of us. And it's just like, uh, uh, and then she pointed out, she was like, this is just probably the most white city I've ever lived in. And she's right. It's like the, like, I don't know. It's, it's creepily white. It's like Carmel, Indiana white, where you go there and it's unsettling how many white people are around you, you know? Yeah. And I say this, I, I don't know. I know I am a white person, but it's like you, once you get, once you get used to being around other, like, like so many other people and like different like areas of your city having different cultures once you get like are part of that and then you go to a city that doesn't have that it's unsettling like it's just creepy it's like it's like did white people just take over this place and kick everybody out it doesn't feel welcoming to anybody it doesn't feel welcoming to even like us I'm There's sorry, just like Kyle, a- I have to push back white people have never gone into a space and kicked people out we're not <laughs> Like that's not our entire history. So <laughs> I'm just gonna stop you right there. You're right. I'm sorry for saying it. <laughs> and that could not have happened in lovely Indiana. Of course not. No, known for its <laughs> uh its uh, progressive politics and its uh and like that that city is like fake. I feel like that's fake. Um what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, you know, like fake inclusive inclusive. Oh, I can't say a word. Inclusive. Yeah, I guess I know what I know what you mean, I guess. Um, I never really spent a lot of time there. I do like parts of it, obviously. Um, yeah, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. It is beautiful. Um, and I I have to say, though, I do tend to just feel like that on college campuses. Um, that and- that might be it, too. But I think the college campus in general, like was like that. But then I feel like every city that touches that feels like the most racist city like i don't know what it is about that area but like that city i don't think is that way but like any city that touches it Mm -hmm. if you go too far in any direction you get the trump signs you get like the creepy imagery it's just like i don't i don't feel safe out here i can't imagine like anyone else being safe like feeling safe out here because we have family members in a city that touches that that i do not feel safe around so it's just kind of like that is i don't i definitely don't want to say the name of that one because i've heard that is one of the most like racist places in like specifically indiana but it is absolutely and it's only incredibly racist which is you know if a feat for the state so it's like not yeah and that's all on a road it's a very specific road um Mm. and it is not that the rest of the state doesn't have issues but there is a there is a part of it um that it's very deliverance vibes as soon as you get near it you can feel it you can feel when you cross the city line from the city i went to college in to that city you can fucking feel it and it sucks yeah Yeah. And it's like that, that, that one's the worst, but I think every, almost every city that touches it, I won't say every city. Cause I don't know that for sure, but I don't know. I was thinking about this too. Cause like, 
I, I before I, I revisited this place because I haven't been in years at this point. Um, before I revisited this place, I just rewatched. Uh, I just watched my friend's comedy special because he's gotten pretty successful. He he was uh, he went through the comedy attic and he got pretty successful after that. Um, but he just put out a comedy special and I watched it and I noticed how much he was like talking about racist Indiana and like um, growing up in Indiana and feeling that way. And like the whole time I was watching it, I'm like, okay, but you grew up in liberal Indiana. Cause I was thinking of that city. Yeah. So I was like, how could you feel this way? And then I went back and I'm like, okay, I, I, I fucking know Deca. Cause he's, he's not, he's not a white guy either. So it's like, okay, watching this and knowing and like going back and actually feeling the vibe of this place. I know exactly what you're fucking talking about. But like, while I was like watching that, I was just kind of like, how could he be saying this about Indiana? Sure. I was like, um, I was like, I was raised in liberal Indiana. And then like, I went to college in liberal Indiana. Like you never like were around bad Indiana. But then I was like, that was fucking stupid of me to even think like, I don't know. I know what you mean, though, because it is it is hard, especially if you're looking back fondly on it to think about those things. But it doesn't yeah. it does not feel good. I'd say that there is there, I don't know. There's a lot of that. Uh, this is getting pretty off topic. I don't know if we even want to include. Well, no, no, I think it's fine to include this. Um, not saying like I don't want people to hear it, just more like we're the topic has nothing to do with this. But um that also yeah it's just like there's so many parts of that and obviously it was not it was you know big you know a lot of history with the kkk um there and it is just an unpleasant place to stop in um just for uh anyway so like not not specifically where you're talking about i'm saying but a lot of these small towns around the area even going up north um, less so up north, but it's still you still got that vibe down south. Um, it just and, like, it was just surprising to me to feel that just because we grew yeah. up in in Lafayette, Indiana, and I don't feel that vibe there even when I revisit. So I guess I would have I guess I would have expected more to be like revisit Lafayette and be like, oh God, like look at this place. But n I don't feel that there that way at um, all. Like yeah. I feel like well, Lafayette's pretty diverse anyway because it it's it's diverse enough to be even a tester city. So like, um, obviously that's a big part of um what that city is in general. But like, just going to that city, it just felt like fake hippies that have that fake agenda where they're just kind of like. Um, they say all this shit, but they don't actually believe it or they want to be chill as hell, but they're yeah. not. And they, they're just putting up a front. They've learned the script and they don't really. It doesn't feel like they really believe it and you don't really see them doing anything to lead you to believe that that's the case. Exactly. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. Exactly. Um, but yeah, we we like uh, the gist of that story was just supposed to be we stayed on that hippie commune, and like um, only one only one person actually knew that that's what it was because only one person can read, um, and the rest of us just skimmed and we're like, oh, a cute cabin. Yeah, I go. do that a lot. <laughs> yeah, and so like yeah, when we got there, Meg was like, I knew exactly what the fuck this was, and I was wondering why we were doing this, um, but <laughs> no one bothered us. Like we just kind of hung out, but like. I don't know. I wanted to go sit out on the porch and Meg was like, I feel like I'm going to get murdered if I go out there. And I'm just like, it's just a hippie commune. They can't get us. 
<laughs> they just um, can't get us. They can't get us. Um, <laughs> she said she had an image of uh, people just running full speed at her when she went out there. So. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> Maybe she needs to to think about that. But yeah, yeah we. It was funny though because we even planned like a whole like escape if someone tried to come in and murder us i'm just kind of like all right one of us has the wine bottle and we're gonna hit him by the door the other one hides <laughs> um but yeah we had a whole plan anyway we had a great time it was really fun <laughs> yeah i know i know what you mean these are <laughs> i know you're just like bringing up a point but overall it's not overall like, it was a good time it's not you know they're yeah um denied <laughs> <laughs> fair enough <laughs> Yeah, and then we'll get into it. I just wanted to quickly say that I'm replaying. Um, they just put Oracle of Seasons, Zelda Oracle of Seasons. I've been uh, wanting to play that. My friend just uh, messaged me that it's on there, and I was yeah. so excited. I, I messaged you like last week, but whatever. Uh, I wasn't I talking about you. I was told before you told me. Oh, okay. That's that's fair. Um, but, it yeah, they have ages and seasons i've never really played ages i don't think it's supposed to be as good um i played it on the ds before i lost it yes i remember that (laughs) i remember that well um but i gave you a game oh no i i'm not upset about it now especially that and i forgot that i bought ages too because i um don't even really care because i actually just really wanted to play oracle seasons this game is just as good as i remember it is one of the best zeldas and it's such a good such a good 2d uh handheld zelda 2d zelda in general um it's very similar vibes to uh link's awakening and it's uh, um it just looks really crisp and nice and uh it's uh capcom uh helps or i don't know what they did i don't know enough about that stuff i know that name comes up and i know that that style i can see it in the game whatever that means. Uh, but I love this game so much and I am having a great time. And I got the kangaroo again. I don't even know how to get the other animal. I always get the kangaroo too. I think that's the one you get by default if you're not good. I thought it was the opposite. Um, you know what too though? <laughs> now I just, I realize I'm just bad at the game. I thought you always got the bear. You get the bear in the other game. Oh, you get the kangaroo if you're bad in the uh, the first game. Are you sure? Yeah, because I've been bad in both games, and I got the bad uh, animal both times. Oh, okay, well, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I guess it's like an easy mode kind of thing then, because yeah, I guess if you know if you know what you're doing, because I I read through the guide. I was playing this game on the DS before. Um, the unfortunate losing incident. Mm-hmm. I think I left it in a hotel. It's either that or it's in my house somewhere. Um, but I was playing that game and I got to the point where I got the animal, but I was going through the guide and the guide was like, if you go to a certain spot, you can pick your animal. So oh, like, really? it's like, if you go to this area, you will find that animal. So like, if you know what you're doing and you like go there to get your animal, that's where it is. But if you just, play the game without like knowing what you're doing you just kind of get the default animal like where you go and Uh, i think that's the kangaroo and the bear okay that's interesting because i always thought like because you have to get the kangaroo first because the other two aren't until later temples um Mm -hmm. but then i always ah dang 
Well, anyway, I got the. I'm sorry that you thought you were good. (laughs) You could still potentially be good, and I just don't know what I'm talking about. No, that that's not possible. Um, (laughs) I'm pretty bad at it. I fall off cliffs a lot, and uh, and uh, I a long time to do the temples. (laughs) I hit yeah, (laughs) it takes me a long time too. Not the temples. Um, but I always, I got to the same point um, when I was I was playing that game on the Game Boy. I got to that same point as I did as a kid. I just can't figure out where to go. I there can't is, figure it out. Is it inside of a dungeon? Because I got stuck there too once. I think uh, um, maybe I don't I don't remember at this point. But it was I had just gotten the animal, and it's just like I think I just keep freezing shit. And then trying to figure out where to go. And I just can't do it. I don't know where to go. I think with seasons, it's hard because like there's different paths for different seasons. Mm-hmm. And so like if you're not in the correct season, when you look for stuff, you don't see it. And then it's like, so I have to like go over this four times. You Sometimes know? you do got to go over it four times. Well, you just got to know what you're looking for is the big part. So it's like, okay, there, this this area is dried up. I know that there's going to be vines there in the summer. This area I can't get across right now. I need to freeze it during the winter. Uh, or you get the you know the snow pile so you can walk across something. So it's like if there's a big gap and you know that like, okay, there's nothing there. There must need to be snow there. Uh, and then the spring, if there's a flower. Um, so you know what season you need to to get i guess paul but what's it like to be so fucking smart uh if you would know you'd get the kangaroo all the time like i (laughs) i did when i thought you want me to like listen to what that fucking owl has to say i'll be (laughs) dead in my grave before i listen i listen to the owl every time i throw the little uh owl (coughs) juice on him and he tells me stuff and look at Uh, us we're at the same part of the game (laughs) you don't know where i am uh (laughs) but i did get this game i this is early when I was I was obsessed with Pokemon I had only ever played anybody's Pokemon uh ever and I had played my friend Ian's Pokemon Blue like I didn't want to say I couldn't save over his file so I had to keep playing it with the batteries um and then I played Pokemon somebody else's Pokemon Red on a plane and then finally comes the time I was like parents I'd like uh this is gonna be a snotty kid thing I said I'd like to have a Pokemon game place and <laughs> mom and dad went there and I don't know if they were out or what but they're like he'll like this game uh and the guy was right because uh even I was very I was disappointed at first I was like oh my god they didn't get me a Pokemon they got me whatever <laughs> this is and it turned out it was it was one of my favorite games it worked out better for you than it did for Bart yeah, Bart. Uh, Bart could have learned something from me. <laughs> you were actually grateful, and then you didn't steal anything. Well, we don't know that'll happen. We'll uh, talk about season seven of The Simpsons uh, in a few years uh, <laughs> or months or weeks. I don't know. Um, so let's get into the beef of this episode, which is about YouTube. The uh, YouTube, YouTube, the streaming service. So YouTube is. Um, a streaming service we're not going to tell you what youtube is right kelly in fact we're what leaving about, what about <laughs> you let's say? get out of here let's get let's end it let's end it all <laughs> but youtube is <laughs> youtube's a place where you could go and sit and look for long periods of time and uh there's uh different things you can do on youtube 
Um, and there's all kinds of fun to be had. Uh, there's a lot of horrible things on there too. It's not a great, uh, it's not, uh, um, you know, there's not a lot of oversight. There's not enough oversight, especially for the important things. There's a lot more of people randomly getting their shit taken down for copyright, but there's also a ton of incredibly creative and interesting people doing incredible things that they just do because they want to do them. And then they put them up on YouTube and you look at them and then you think, oh my God, this is incredible. Um, <laughs> it's always bizarre to me to re- to see how different everybody uses YouTube because there's so much content on there that like you always think you got it figured out that you're the one that uses it correctly mm-hmm. or like everyone uses it like you until like you're on YouTube with somebody else and you're just kind of like, show me a video. They'll either show you a 25 minute video of something that you don't think is very funny that they think is incredible, or they'll show you like a dance video um, or they'll show you an actual creator that they know, like, and like follow, or there will be people that is actually like how to's there's so much on YouTube mm-hmm. and so people, everyone uses it differently. Like, uh, uh, like if you ask dad what YouTube was, he'd say it's a place to go that shows what to do with your car. <laughs> it is a great place to go to show you what to do with your car. There's always a man that has update. Like, uh, I guess it doesn't have to always be a man, but it's usually it's like, an old. Man. it's usually some old man that you're just like, how did he even think to do this? But he'll like, you'll <laughs> just type in um ford taurus 2005 change my light bulb and there will be some old man that has uploaded exactly that mm-hmm. to be like this is how you change your light bulb on 2005 ford taurus and you're like fuck yeah but yeah you know ne- you you always find it it's always there it's There's always, always there. it's always a different old man and it's always there. That's the thing. This, this, there's not a channel. This old man. It's like, like you said too. It's like, how did they know to do that? Like, yeah. How did, did their kid come over and be like, hey, you, you always do this. Can I film you? I'm guessing that's probably most likely it. But I like, don't know. Yeah. But they it's always like, they do the cuts correctly and they like show you the steps and they're always yeah. Nice. They cut out all the unnecessary shit. They always get exactly to the point. It's always perfect. They're always nice and slow, too. They will show you the yes. shot of what things look like forever so you can find it and still be at the right part. Because it's like tech dudes. If you're trying to figure something out, something's wrong with your computer, and like I have to pause it, like pull the thing up, start the video. Oh, he typed one letter, pause it, go back, because they just zip through them. But those fucking... Yeah. Those, These... Uh, I- I don't know. I think it's our it's our dad's personality that does it. I I'd say that just knowing because I dad our dad builds robots for work mm-hmm. and uh, he just asked me because I do video editing for work um, and he asked me to edit videos that he upload he made oh, nice. to show other people how to do what he's doing. So it was all in uh, that he was doing exactly what those old guys were doing. It's just kind of like this is exactly what this is, and it's gonna because dad's never in a rush. And these old men are never in a rush. It's always like, you have to know how to do it. You're going to learn how to do it right. And so like, I edited all these videos for dad. It's just kind of like this. He's like, now this is what you're dealing with. And if something comes up, this is what you're dealing with. And he's never in a hurry. And these guys are never in a hurry. It's always like, you're, we're going to change this light bulb with you. (laughs) And we're going to do it right because you're learning. And that's perfect for you. You are my daughter now. And (laughs) 
I'm going to help you. You're right that they, the cuts are perfect. Like, yeah, they are cut. The cuts are just always exactly what you want. Like they, they will cut out the parts that like, oh, I didn't need to see that. And they will linger on the things that you absolutely need them to linger on. And it's just, yeah, like, they know. And, you know what, uh, Paul, maybe every um, incredibly patient older man has a daughter that does video editing and just does this for him. Maybe I thought that's the exact just... same thing. I was like, maybe <laughs> that's just one of those things. Maybe they're all some kind of engineer. Hi, I'm a blank engineer. And <laughs> Are you an incredibly patient man who has all endless time to help anybody? Here's your daughter. She does video editing. <laughs> Uh, that's so funny. Um, <laughs> but that is, I guess that's very on topic. So that is one of the ones. And yeah, I, I've never, I'm never worried if something's wrong with the car or if the lights on, or if I'm like, I have to do this sort of complex thing I've never done. Or even if I have to do a pretty simple thing I've never done, or I'm like, I'm never confident that I'm hooking up, uh, uh, charging cables correctly, you know? Just quick Google. There's the man showing you. There's the man. And then it always feels so good to get it right, right? Yeah, that's like, the thing. Even, even if it doesn't work. Like, because I did just recently did this, um, replacing the aux cord in the Yaris. But it didn't, it didn't end up working. But I did step by step and it felt so good that even though it didn't work, I was like, you know what? I got a new little aux cord in the car. It doesn't work still because something else was wrong, but I replaced <laughs> this and that is, that's exciting. Yeah. I always feel good about myself. It just uh, felt like, and then you realize how easy cars actually are. Like if you know what you're doing, cause like all you had to do for the aux cord is like, cause the aux cord wasn't working. And then like supposedly the, the most like a common like problem is just that the, um, that the port is bad. And so you just literally you pull out the port and it plugs in just like an Ethernet cable. It looks just like oh. an Ethernet cable and you pull it out and then you just plug the new Ethernet one in and snap it back in. That's all I had to oh, do. Wow. It didn't work because something else was wrong. But if that was all I had to do, and it's also when you have to like pull the fuses out of your car, isn't mm -hmm. that so fun? Yeah. That they're just in there and like there's like the the spare fuses and you can just be like, where's 15? And you're like, there it is. And you just <laughs> plug it in. God, it's fun. It's, it's so beautiful. fun to know what's going on with cars. It's beautiful. We're, it really we're, is. I, 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 we have we have YouTube and then we have the real thing. Dad just is incredibly patient and will step by step go through yeah. how to do shit in our house and our cars. Yeah, so like I I, we've learned so much just because dad like has all the time in the world to help us yeah I've, I've taken out and put in two toilets and uh a, a floor uh specifically because dad told us once a hole uh there's a hole in our ceiling and dad came and looked at it and he was like okay we'll need these eight things how and does he always know how I, does I he always no know and then it's like if he forgets something it's like well we'll just go back <laughs> he's, he's never stressed it's always like i guess i would be so i get so frustrated so easily and then dad is just this endlessly patient person i wish uh, i could be more like that honestly it's like it's incredible how like he'll just be like this is I'm committing my day to this and we're gonna figure this out and then I'm just always like we gotta do this and then like um I'm always like I got plans in like an hour 
I don't know. The dad's just kind of like, oh, well, because we, I think the last thing, thing we fixed in my house was um, the the duct in my basement. I guess it was like leaking carbon carbon monoxide, which isn't good. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, so it was leaking that and my alarm kept going off. And so um, we went down there and there was like a hole in it. So we fixed that. But yeah, it was like, it was just like that where like we had to keep going back to Menards and he was just kind of like, this is what we need now. We're going to try this. And like, it was just, the, it took like maybe four hours by the time we were done. Um, but yeah, we did all that. But then he was like, now we got to go back to the store and get you a new carbon monoxide like tester. And yeah. then we had to like walk through all the rooms and test the monoxide tester. And like in my head, I'm just like, why the fuck are we doing this? But in dad's head, he's just kind of like, we got to be safe. Like, I'm not going to leave here with you dying of carbon right. monoxide. But yeah, like, I don't right. know. It's just so funny. Like all the personality types, we need them all. We need them all. The, <laughs> the world does not function without every every no. human. Um, do not never uh, never uh, underestimate a human. Um, some some we love shitty. our dad. Uh, but yes, uh, dad is great. Uh, this will be cut and uh, entered into the dad uh, episode <laughs> once we get an hour of dad. Uh, but that is um, yes, dad is the YouTube dad. Um, it's and... funny how much we have to cut out of our episodes because we go on tangents about how much we like dad. We always have like eight new dad stories <laughs> that we have to tell before we. It's like all right, well, we better talk about our episode. We, sh- we should tell him that at some point. We record a podcast that we have to specifically edit down <laughs> because we go on long tangents about how great of a man dad is. <laughs> Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But YouTube. Um <laughs> YouTube is a is a it is a you know, it's a business and it's a business that is oftentimes run poorly and uh there is a lot of issues with it, but it is a great place for a lot of reasons, and those reasons we will talk about today. Um and th- I so I made a list. And I just want to say something about my list before we get started is that I did only choose videos that I tend to watch over and over again. Um, Same. I, I kind of wanted to, I, I, at first I kind of wanted to, cause there's a lot of create, there's so many creators on there that I think are just like, I'm blown away by what they do. Um, and I wanted to, to give whatever little of a shout out, even though they have 80 times the, uh, you know, followers and listeners or whatever some of them you know don't but um i'm not going to do that today just because that's i think kind of a different topic so we're just talking about youtube videos that we watch and watch over and over for me that meant that i think 100 percent of them are uh music um but i yeah that's what's um i think that I think all in all me and you use youtube in a very similar way where we just kind of get into little ruts I, well, I think maybe you use it more than I do, but I think there's all, there's the, the, there's the rut time where you just kind of like pull, you just keep pulling stuff up that you're like, I haven't watched this in a while. I haven't watched this in a while. And then you're just kind of like, oh, that feels good. Like that's, and then I I don't know, there, there's the YouTube that you're showing somebody else. And then there's the YouTube that you're doing for yourself. And I think that's what I pulled up is all the stuff that I do for myself where I'm just kind of like, am I having a bad day? I'm going to watch these YouTube videos. Okay. That's a good way to look at it. Cause yeah, I do my main thing I use it for. And I, most of the ones I did, this is when I'm in a state where I'm no longer 
really able to um, comprehend things as well. Like I listen to a lot of political stuff. That sounded weird. I just meant <laughs> I'm either high or when I used to drink when I was drunk. Like when I was just like, all right, I'm going to stare at something for a while. I don't need to learn how, you know, this advanced, you know, whatever thing I'm trying to learn about and like staring at it. The words aren't making sense, you know. I want to learn about this. I just can't, I can't focus on this anymore. I've kind of, I've gotten to the part of the evening where I just kind of want to chill out for a while. Um, And this is not all of them. Um, A lot of this is legacy stuff too. So that's, uh, that's why I I demand, I demand, I will not uh, take no for an answer on this, that we do a part two of this because um, (laughs) I do have, I have, a, I have 22 videos that I Jesus fucking Christ. I, will not I told you five, and then I you know, said seven, and then I said fine. You, I did not give you clearance for 22. <laughs> but I did. And uh, I give the clearance. <laughs> you do give the clearance, and I respect the clearance. <laughs> and I don't plan to discuss these in depth. Um, but I do want to say that uh, this is only, this is... Uh, uh, not even the tip of the iceberg. A lot of this stuff is underneath uh, in one small patch of ice um, because a lot of it is stuff that until today I hadn't really visited for a while, but I did want to talk about because they are things that I uh, I have in the past um, watched a ton of times and did enjoy watching today. There's nothing on here that I didn't also have fun when I rewatched it today. Um, so <laughs> all that being said, uh, would you like to go with your first video? of five sure (laughs) so i guess if i'm watching youtube and i'm bored at work um and this keeps coming up because um normally i get to always be on my edit computer which is not government regulated so i can be on any website i want so i can watch like netflix or plex or stuff but when i'm on my actual government computer at my desk i'm only allowed youtube because that's the only thing that's not blocked by the government which sucks. Uh, but then it's always fun because then I get into these little like, oh, I'll just watch all the videos I love about YouTube, you know? Yeah. So the the first one that I always inevitably bring up um, is the Hugh Jackman Oscars video. Okay. He hosts the Oscars. I think it's 2009, but I'm not saying that very confidently, but I'm pretty sure it's 2009. But he, he is hosting it in the time where there was a recession and the Oscars didn't have the budget that they usually do. Um, so he like made up this fake number. Well, it was a real number, but he like made it. So it was like supposed to be like, he like created everything himself in his garage. So like everything was like, all the props were like made out of pizza boxes and shit. And like yeah. the choreographers were like Craigslist dancers. Um, but anyway, he does this like montage music thing. He's like talking about all the mu- movies that year. Uh, it is, uh, I have it memorized. It's the best thing ever. I love how it goes through it. Like he's just singing through all the songs. Um, uh, there's like a part where he uh, brings Anne Hathaway up during the Frost Nixon part of the store. Uh, he's just singing about all the songs. Uh, and then like he sings about how... Um, comic book movies never get nominated and then at the very end he's like i'm wolverine 
<laughs> it's beautiful. The whole thing is beautiful. I can't do it justice, obviously, trying to talk through it because you have to be watching this incredible, incredible, incredible Broadway man singing and dancing through mm. a beautiful Oscars number. If you've never watched this, just Google Hugh Jackman Oscars and you will. it's the most beautiful eight minutes of your life. The one thing I'll say about him is he truly is a Broadway man. <laughs> oh, God. Yes, he is. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. Yes, I agree with you, yeah, even though I was yeah. making a joke. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's the joke? What's the he joke? Said, he's a Broadway man. And I just thought it was funny how you said it. <laughs> <laughs> he is a Broadway man. First and foremost, have you, have you heard that voice? Oh, my God. And like he does the greatest showman, which I've never seen, but I've seen clips from that I love. Uh-huh. Uh, I just I love Hugh Jackman's voice because he's very yelly while he sings. It's always like from now on, like it's very like um, it's very deep and like yelling. Um, I always compare him to James Marsden, who has like a a classic like Broadway voice, mm-hmm. even though he was not classically trained, which I found out when I was watching behind the scenes of Enchanted. Um, So he just kind of like stumbled into that movie and he was like, I guess I can sing. And then he has the most beautiful fucking voice ever because that's what James Marsden does. He just walks, he just walks onto set and he's like, I'm the most amazing man in the world. If you want me to prove it, Um, I can be the funniest. I can be the best singer. I can be the best. But then he's like, he's just sort of like, yeah, I'll do whatever. Like, yeah, he's just uh, like he's and he's funny, too, because on 30 Rock, he's really funny. Oh, my God. He's so fucking funny in 30 Rock. That that scene where Liz is giving that really bad uh, um, speech at uh, Jack Donaghy's wedding Mm -hmm. and he's the only one laughing in the crowd is probably like the best moment at 30 Rock for me. She tells me I forget what her jokes are, but she'll like tell a joke (laughs) and then he's just like, (laughs) he's the only one in the crowd. (laughs) he's so fucking funny and he's so handsome it's just like is there anything he can't do is there anything james marston can't do i'd like to i'd like to imagine that they him and uh liz start dating and then they're just like well he's he's it we'll just have her marry him (laughs) (laughs) we're not gonna keep doing this relationship so yeah who Uh, would keep looking after that yeah really like neither of them are gonna leave each other um (laughs) yeah that's a good one that's... Who thinks they can do better than James Marsden? <laughs> That's it. Um, uh, when you said that, I was like, there's so many I wish I would have picked. Um, it's and- hard. And then like, as I was going through, because when I originally pitched this idea to you is because I was at work watching YouTube and I was going, I was going through my movies and like, um, the, I guess some of these ones I picked are the, are that day. So I was like, are they necessarily ones I'd pick now? I don't know, but I'm going to stick with them because That's I good. picked them that day. Man, okay, maybe I should stick with my list. Um, but I, I just wanted to say I just had so many Conan and, and Letterman things that yeah. I I watch them all the time. That's one of my one of the, my biggest. Just like when I get stuck in there, I can't get out again. Um, and uh, specifically the one where Conan is. Um, I'm just going to do this one because I love this clip. This is a Norm Macdonald uh thing and everybody loves norm mcdonald nobody doesn't everybody. love norm mcdonald nobody there's uh, impo- impossible i don't give a shit he's the most effortlessly funny human being 
and everything he says is hilarious it's impossible how funny and i know you you don't i well is it you or emily that doesn't like it that i always compare him to thomas i think they have a similar personality even though um norm is obviously a lot funnier than tom but they have similar vibes I don't think that's quite fair to Tom because I think that obviously, I mean, obviously, Norm Macdonald is a famous comedian and he's one of the funniest people on the planet. Tom is effortlessly funny. Tom and is effortlessly funny. Are you not the one that gets mad no, at me? No, I've never Emily? said that. It must be Emily. I don't know why. Maybe she thinks Norm Macdonald is handsome, is what I would guess. Um, yeah. They do it, look similar. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that, but the way that 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 way that they it just doesn't matter. It does not matter what they say, or even sometimes how horrible the thing is that they say. Yeah, it's horrible or fucking the meanest thing anyone's ever said to you. But because it's in that cadence, you're just kind of like, I fucking hate you, but I get it. Thank you. You can't do anything because <laughs> nobody's on your side because it's just it's just what it is. So um that's you've tough. just been told <laughs> you've been told you've been insulted but you can do nothing about that, it that is like the, the whole vibe of our family <laughs> is one of us getting very upset about something that tom said and then everybody else in the family being like it was kind of funny yeah and then like, the, that person being like i guess but <laughs> and then it's usually me <laughs> but <laughs> I have Emily even said this to me. I think I, me and Tom have to have that vibe at, in the family. Otherwise, other people get upset because if if I'm not there and Thomas is there and him and Emily are just vibing, someone yeah. cries. So you have to have <laughs> you have to have someone else there that will just get mad and then push back with Tom. You can't yeah. have you have I guess you have to have a me there. Somebody has to not be on Tom's side. And uh <laughs> yeah, it's usually you, but someone has to be fucking mad. <laughs> but yeah, he's but gonna... impressed at the same time. Yeah, it's just it's insane because you're just like that should that should just be like so you should be asked to leave, sir. But you, and yeah. This is what this Norm McDonald clip is. So this is this is pretty. I think it got a little bit more popular too after um, Norm McDonald died. But it's Norm McDonald, an early Conan, uh, late night Conan, um, and Norm is the he's the first guest of the night, so he's moved down a chair, and uh, Courtney Thorn Smith is is sitting there in the first chair talking to conan and and norm is just not and it's that thing where it's just like it's this thing where it's like if any other human being was sitting there doing this you'd be like what the fuck are you doing shut the fuck up it's my turn to be interviewed now and she's pitching this movie that she's clearly not that excited it has carrot top in it and <laughs> it's like she's doing her best to be like yeah you know it's uh like it's it's a movie and uh whatever and he's just like every time it's like i don't even want to it's like you said with hugh jackman where i just like i can't even begin to tell you that how funny this is you just have to see it because it's like there's there's this thing yeah no one can do a norm impression it's impossible it's just like he keeps buddy and then conan's doing this thing where he's like i know you want to fucking say something like just say it (laughs) And he's just like sitting there like a kid, like he's just giggling to himself. Like he's he's got he's got something in his head that he knows is going to fucking murder. <laughs> and then it does, because of course it does, because he's Norm McDonald. 
Um, that's all I'll say about it. So just look up Norm McDonald, Courtney Thornsmith. I'm gonna do that with some of these. Uh, I think it's better just to see. We're just gonna keep telling people to look up stuff on YouTube. <laughs> this will just be like hanging out with us in real life. <laughs> just like, oh, oh God, if you could just fucking see it, my God. And then you just pull it up and is? make someone watch it. <laughs> is this just a log? Like, oh, dude, you gotta check this video out. <laughs> You gotta like, check this YouTube video out, and the person's like, oh no, it's, it's so happening. funny. Like, um, I can't do any of it justice <laughs> at all, and it might be specifically funny to me. And, and then you're holding the phone out while someone's watching <laughs> it and not laughing, and then you're just kind of like, it's almost over. <laughs> it's almost over. That's when it gets bad. That's when you know you fucked up. <laughs> it's almost over. <laughs> Please just like pull through for me. <laughs> you have to, you have to like tap the phone so the little thing comes up and you can see it at the bottom. It's like it's almost over. Don't worry. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that's very true. So anyway, I think there's no chance that this isn't funny. Um, he like just Norm McDonald in general. Like, I, usually I just search his name. He's He's very funny um, on both. Yeah, I think he's a little bit funnier with Conan. I think with Letterman, he like he looks up to Letterman a little bit. Um, so it's it's less like he's he's being a, a little brat about it. Um, so the Conan ones are are always funny. And then he's got his own show where he just brings guests on. It is weird with him, and it's amazing. <laughs> And it's always funny. And he makes this guy read. He writes jokes for this guy. He's got this like straight man guy that he hangs out with. That he's just mean to. It's like Tom. I hung out with Tom all the time. And <laughs> he Norm writes out these jokes on these cue cards and then makes the other guy read them. And then oh, I remember that. Like, no, that's not very funny. Now, why would you say that? <laughs> like, just, like, Which is something delivered. Tom would do. Um... <laughs> So good. Anyway, everybody loves Norm. I love Norm. I, 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 it's just so. I, I recently uh, watched a TikTok of Jay. Mo I think I sent this to you too. It's Jay Moore um, talking about a story from SNL with Norm, and it's. Um, I obviously can't do it justice. That's what's so hard about all this is it's famous comedians that are way better storytellers than us. Um, but he's he's telling a story about how Chris Farley had this SNL joke where they, they were going to have him go through the, the fast food lane and be like, I want five cheeseburgers, five hamburgers, five tater tots and five uh, sodas. And then they couldn't figure out how to finish that joke. And then like, they just had like, um, they just kept going back and forth on it all night. And then they said that Norm was just like in the back corner and he's like, Hey, you got the, uh, the fast food joke, like with the five hamburgers, five cheeseburgers, five foods. He goes, he should just be like, is that all? And then he should just be like, yes. <laughs> and it was just like so funny just because it was like such a norm thing. I, yeah. I don't know. You have to watch the actual video to get the full comedy of it. But it was just so fucking funny. Yeah, I love I love watching videos of him. And then I love hearing other people talk about him. Yes. Like everybody has a story where they're just like, I can't I can't believe it. And like nobody like this is a guy that you would assume knowing Jerry Seinfeld's whole thing about his craft and all that shit. But he, he fucking loves Norm. Nobody, like, he's laughing away when Norm gets close to it. You know what I mean? Like, nobody, yeah. nobody cares. It's just like, he, he can do it. He doesn't have to try very hard. He's just the funniest person. 
Yeah, I think he's just naturally funny. And I think also he's he knows that he can say pretty much anything because he'll call anybody out because he calls Jerry Seinfeld out. He calls everybody out yeah. and he just does it in that cadence that people are just kind of like, oh, this guy. <laughs> yeah. But then I feel like Norm's just kind of like, like, I fucking said that. Like, <laughs> it's like, I admit that. I know. It's just like, it's, like you said with Tom, or it's just like, yeah, sometimes you laugh, but you're like, fuck. <laughs> that, that hurts. Um, <laughs> <My> feelings. <laughs> So, I don't know. The funniest, I think the funniest combination with our family is me, Tom, and mom. Cause I get, Tom will say something to me uh, and I will get so mad and I'll, I'll just try, I'll try to push back and I'll be like, I'll try to get mom on my side. Mom is never on my side. She's yeah. always on Thomas's side. But in that way where she's just kind of like, what I said is the most ridiculous thing she's ever heard. <laughs> Back to the meanest yeah. thing that Tom has ever said to me. So it's always like, <laughs> Tom will just say it. And then he'll just be like in the corner being like, <laughs> and then mom's like, oh, but look at him. He's over look, there enjoying himself. He's... And I'm like, that son of a bitch over there. <laughs> And I think it's easy because I don't stay mad very, like, I think everyone knows I don't stay mad. And I think everyone knows that, like, it's very easy for me to get back. So mm. it's like, everyone just knows that. So it's like, every time I'm upset, people are just kind of like, she'll be best. <laughs> yeah, she'll be best. That's true. That's <laughs> and so I never true. get my comeuppance because, like, it's always like, I never get to be the one that gets to be upset. And then everyone's like, oh, no, we got to do something because she's upset. They're just kind of like, she'll be done soon. <laughs> Give her some time. She'll be back. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> she'll walk herself fine. out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> she's fine after that horrendous comment that... <laughs> seriously almost anybody else we would have asked them to leave if they said it. she's gonna walk herself through it and she's gonna come back to the family and be like you know what i'm fine i was wrong <laughs> but yeah, yeah so maybe i should just stay mad one day that'll show y'all that'll show everybody then we'll learn that'll then you'll learn I'm yeah. not physically capable. I don't think I, I, for, I don't, I, I don't even know if I forgive that fast or if I just don't care long enough. Yeah. It seems to me that you just, you stop even remembering you're like, you're like <laughs> our little kitten. You're, like you get mad for two seconds and then you're like, I'm back time for pets. And then you just don't care anymore. Um. Anyway, <laughs> now <laughs> it's your turn. Okay. So the next video, and I don't even know if this is one that everybody loves as much as I do, because no one seems to know it. I'm not going to be one of those people that's like, I'm the only one that knows this, but it's not like a fun thing to know. But the the ending song to um, David Spade's Dickie Roberts Child Stars. <laughs> You know, you've heard. <laughs> you know, the only reason I know that song is because you play it all the time. <laughs> People have to love this, right? Like, I don't know if that's true, though. But I <laughs> fucking love it. I love it so much. And what it is, if if you're not if you're not in the know, um, this movie fucking sucks. It's a David Spade. It's a late David Spade movie that's about him being say. a an old child star um and the whole movie sucks but but 
at the very end of the movie, there is a song. It rolls. It's during the credits of the movie. And it is all the, it is a bunch of child stars from the 50s, 60s, and 70s. And I think maybe 80s. I'm not sure where, where the cutoff is. Um, but they are all together and they are singing a song called Child Stars on Your Television. <laughs> and I fucking love it. It starts with um the the woman from the Brady Bunch, the mom. She sings, I I forget who's with her, um, but they sing former child stars are people too. They're the same as you and you and you. Uh anyway, but they go through this whole song and it's like it's it's like um the um what's that? live aid thing what's the what's the big video where all the celebrities get together and sing oh um uh uh children or something something yes it's in that style but it's all the former child stars and they're singing about being child stars on your television um there's a nice little thing with uh cory feldman and cory um the other cory um Yeah, yeah it's beautiful I think it's wonderful. I watch it all the time. I have it memorized. I think it's beautiful. I think it's cool when he says he's sitting alone in Arby's. He sees questions that make him go red. Um, I, I think it's great. You obviously are not on my side. It's just a funny, it's a really funny thing to bring up. And I knew, I, I, I mean, if you gave me a hundred years, I probably would have eventually been like, oh yeah, she used to listen to that fucking song. It, it also reminded me of of uh, Tom, like you both have these things, or it's just like you for some reason watch like the worst comedy movie of all time and have come away with because he used to it was the Love Guru with Mike Myers and he used oh to the ending song the, of that that almost Space got my Cowboy. list really? yes <laughs> the Joker it almost made my list he, they sing it the the Indian it's probably super racist too it I is don't, super racist it yeah. is super racist but yeah they do the some people call me the space cowboy oh god it's fun um <laughs> I think maybe Tom sent me that and that's how I know that one but <laughs> Tom will just Tom will, Tom's Tom's YouTube thing is he sits there he has a whole different level of YouTubing that <laughs> he does where it's like his TV and he just kind of just clicks through it it exists around him and then he'll randomly send me stuff and then it's a new song that you know um yeah now it's that horrible John Mayer song that I oh loves. god he keeps like, sending me shit and I don't it's always like long songs so I don't always listen to it I'll just put a heart on it and I'll be like that's great um but yeah every time I hang out with Tom we always get into a YouTube thing but we I think we're we're similar enough when we do the YouTube thing yeah. that we always get to the point where we're like okay we're done with this one let's go on to the next one it'll be like halfway through the song yeah but we're always on the same page we're always like yep yeah, that one's done we're on the next one. yeah you all do that and I'm just like okay uh, we're listening to a fucking song here. I get the impulse, like I kind. Of, it's not that I don't feel that, you know, but I I see it through generally. Um, yeah, we don't. Yeah, you you both are insane. Um, so I oh man, I don't know. Your yours are a lot more fun than mine. I I did a lot of. I have a lot that I was gonna get. Like I didn't know what the vibe is. You never know what the vibe is of these um mine are a lot more like oh i remember i listened to this when i was doing this and i was i was listening to this but now it's all like it's all laughs you know it doesn't have to be laughs 
that's just what that, I, I don't even think I don't think that's funny. I don't think former oh, child stars is I funny. Thought it was, I thought it was you really think funny. it's funny. I think it's serious. I'm watching it and I'm like, I'm listening to the music. I'm listening to their struggles and I'm learning. <laughs> no, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> I think I just thought it was funny because it immediately I was reminded of you listening to that song. <laughs> And then I was immediately reminded of you and Tom, I guess, both listening to uh, that fucking Love Guru song. I think it's just funny because, yeah, I don't I don't like to be the kind of person that's like, I'm the only one that listens to this. But I think I might be the only one that listens to that song. I don't I, I just don't know if it brings people the same amount of excitement based on the fact that people will not upload a new version to YouTube. It always has to be that one that someone edited very poorly. So it's like I I can't even find like the actual version of it. It's always like one that like someone fan made like twenty years ago. I know you you never know what you're gonna get with the fan made ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll do a fun one. This is the song. Do you know the song "Get Dancing" by Disco Tex and the Sexolettes? Um, How's it go? It goes do da do da do da 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 do da. Oh yeah, I know. Um, I remembered it from a joke from like almost my entire personality as I remember that there was a joke on The Simpsons where they sing that song, and then I heard it on the radio and I became obsessed with the song. And there's this fan made video of it where this guy has his name is the Birthday Greetings. Um, he has 5.3 uh, K subscribers, not bad. Hasn't uploaded <laughs> in six years. Um, has uploaded this video where he's matched it up, which is some random clips of people dancing um, to this song. And it's this extended cut, which I cannot find anywhere else. So that's why it is specifically my YouTube. It's this video of these random dancers. And then it's also, it's about four minutes you know, if you get the radio or if you get it off iTunes or something and it just kind of fades out. But this uh, man, Dis- Disco Tex, he comes back in and then we get this funk, this this breakdown at the end that just lasts like the end of the song. It's incredible. And it just matched up so well with these uh, these dancers. And it's just a fun watch. It's one of those things. that's just like, that's a good time. I watched it earlier today. I watched all seven. It's seven minutes and 14 seconds. God damn. Um, of dancing and breakdowns and, and good times and, and good vibes and and just uh having a really fun time and uh and uh i really love it a lot and i also uh tend to much like i used to do on limewire i will and i'm actually going to do this with this song now i'll take i'll do the youtube to mp3 and i'll, I'll take these songs so i will oh, i used to do that with so much yeah it's a great thing god to do. that's good uh, I miss LimeWire. LimeWire was probably the best time I had in my life. Wow. Like, do you remember when you could just like think of a song and then just download it? Yeah. Like, I know you can do that now. And I'm putting the quotes around do that now. I think you heard it. But like, I'm not sure why how... they're there. <laughs> but remember how fun it was just to be like, you just like had like a cue and you would just be like all these songs that you knew and then you just put them all in there and then they just download half of them would be bill clinton being like i didn't have sexual relations yeah, yeah, they love with that, that woman. joke they love that joke um but then like most of the time you would get the song but it was just so satisfying to get it for free yeah for free 
And there's I weird- don't know. I know you still can with like YouTube, but it's just like a whole process. When before it was like LimeWire, you just typed it in and just went. You know. There's weird shit on there too that I can't, I cannot find anywhere else. There's a couple tracks that I have been trying to search down. There's this one, Fire the Concords version of um. Uh, what is that song called? Brown paper, white paper, sticking together. Yes, there's a good version that is like unfindable. There's an unfindable good version. That, you know the version. It used to be on my I big do. hunk of a of an MP3 player, beautiful old machine um, wow. that was just like, and it had it on there, and it was just this amazing version. It had like all. It was usually just those two guys on stage. They had drums, like they they kicked in. And it was just like every time I hear that song now, I'm like, it's, just, it's not as good. It's not as, as good. And then, I feel like that was a bunch of versions of Flight of the Concord songs because none of the versions on the albums are the versions of the songs I remember. Yeah. So right. I don't know what they were. They must have been like live versions that were like, I don't even know where LimeWire shit came when. I know that we've talked about this before, but it's just like, I don't. I don't know where those versions came from and I don't know how those people got them to begin with. And I don't know how to find them again. Drives me nuts. Yeah. Right. That's the thing. And you do see them pop up. There's a few that I have found on YouTube. You'll see them pop up. I found kids 606. Do you remember that song? Actually, Tom just sent it to me. It's just Is that 606? Yeah, we both know it. We both know it. Is that a Trevor song? Did that come know. from Trevor? It I feels feel like, like a Trevor song. I feel like everything incredible comes from Trevor. Um, We've already gone. We go on about our dad. We go on about Trevor. <laughs> we love these. These two Trevor men are the most Trevor. important men in our life. We he love Trevor. Me, my comic and we love funny. dad. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only person. Uh, no, that's not six off six hustle six. crazy. I mean, we have Trevor Tremaine. Trevor Tremaine feels like that that ghost kind of character that'll come in and be like, "Here's all your favorite things. See ya." And you're Bye. like, "What?" Like, I still yeah. Love was he a things. figment of our imagination, or was he a real man? We'll never we don't know. know. We have no idea. Anyway, that we're not going to talk about that. The uh, man doesn't have social media. We'll never see him again. I can't believe I picked this as my second one. I have so many better ones. <laughs> um, I mean, I like that song a lot. I was actually just going to reference it because I, uh, um, you know, I like it, but it's not like oh, it's... I like it. Oh, here's can I do this one instead? Um, you can yeah. cut all the that one. Okay, this this is uh, uh are you familiar with uh Rob, Rob Cantor? I think is how you say his name. Hmm what's and he do he's a musician he does songs and um he he sings and does uh songs and he does this song uh called perfect and um, is it i promise i can't be perfect i wish it was no it's uh <laughs> it's a song that goes you're perfect in the way that you are if you will born to the middle of g that sounds like anything (laughs) it's good when he does it um anyway yeah it's uh (laughs) i was playing the instruments in my head you weren't hearing those i see see, um anyway he's very talented and uh he does this video that i was kind of mesmerized by because i did not realize uh 
the you know, what was going on for a long time. So he sits down at a piano uh, with his friend playing the piano, and he sits down next to him. And he introduces himself, introduces his friend, and says, "Here's this song, and I'm gonna do uh, and I'm gonna do a bunch of impressions." Then he does every single line of the song in a different impression, and I was sitting there and I was like, "How is he doing this?" This is impossible <laughs> that he's so good at impressions. And I just, I didn't take the time to look at the bottom and see that, no, he was not actually doing that. He was just <laughs> mimicking them. But it was so like, I was just like, I cannot believe the range this man has. Like, like that just, it's, it's just, it blows my mind, but uh, I still like this song a lot and it's fun to see all the impressions and uh, it's really hard to get this song out of my head when I hear it. Uh, sometimes I have to stay far away from it because once it's there, it's, <laughs> it's, far away. I can't listen to it. I can't think about it. And then like people say, they'll tell you, they'll tell you, if you get a song stuck in your head, what do you do? What do they always say? Listen to it. Listen to it. And then you're done. And I'm like, that doesn't work for me. No, it doesn't work on me either. I just <laughs> want to keep listening. Um, right now, I can't stop. You saw you saw the Barbie movie, obviously. We've talked about it. Mm -hmm. um, I cannot stop listening to I'm Just Kin. I have it. I have it queued up on my um, you're Spotify. You're ready to go soon as we're done here? Uh, probably. I probably will listen to it as soon as we're <laughs> done here. Um, but I, 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 don't know, I, I do this. Um, I always wear my headphones at work. And then whenever I'm walking in the hallway, I'll listen to music. I've been, I've just been listening to I'm Just Kin every time I'm walking in the hallway. It's been, it's, it's fucking insane uh, how often I, it's to the point where I'm worried about myself. <laughs> um, I can't stop listening to it. And it seems to be um, a common phenomenon. Uh, if I'm looking on Twitter, people can't stop listening to that song. And I think. I, I don't know what's happening to us, but I think we're being like called into some kind of army yeah. recruitment. <laughs> um, we're listening to that and uh, we can't stop listening to that. We'll do anything Ryan Gosling says. Um, yeah, I, I had, can't stop. I can't stop. I had this for, I've only had, like I have songs stuck in my head, right? Um, and I don't, but I do not tend to listen to the song over and over again. Like I will listen to it once and then I'll listen to oh. other stuff and I might come back. No, I'm insane about that. But there are two, there's one, there's two songs that I did this to and one of them I still like. And the first one is that Weezer song. If you're wondering if I want you to, I want you to. I could not I stop song. listening to that song. And I still like it, but it drives me a little nuts now because I just kept playing it over and over and over again. And then there's this song. This is another YouTube one for me because it's the song, um, um, You Don't Know Me. I don't know if it's You Don't Know Me, You Don't Know Me at all, whatever it's called. It's uh, Ben Folds, Regina Spector um, collab. And it, I watched this video. And it the, the other thing is the video is a Tim and Eric uh, video. So they're they're uh -huh. in it. They're acting in it as, as the video is going on. This song, I do not know what it is about it. Um, other people do like and i don't think it's anything where it's like it's not catchy but i would just i would just stop it and i would start the video again and i just did it over and over it, and over and over again that's me i i can't so like if i if i get a new song i listen to it a lot 
Like I would never do it in, in a way where it bothered anyone else. It's always going to be in my headphones or in my own personal space. Yeah. Like I would never, I would never repeatedly play a song in a way that it could annoy anybody else. But to in my own world for myself, every time there's a song I love, I will listen to it so much that I get, I, I don't, I, I don't know what kind of disease that is. It's got to be some kind of disease. Um, but like, I just, I can't stop listening to song. Like it, right now it's, I'm just Ken. But before it was the, the Lizzo Barbie song. Like I just get, I get into these things. I, it's not constant. It's not like I'm just like repeatedly playing the song re- like over and over and over again. Yeah. But like, I'll listen to like, maybe like, 10 songs and I'll listen to that song again. Okay. And it'll be like the song that I put on, like when I'm like going to do something. So like, I'll get in my car. I'm going to start that song as the start of my playlist. If I like am about to go run, I'm going to start that song as the beginning of my playlist. And it's always that same, like, I'll always like find that song Mm -hmm. for the, for the month or the week or whatever. And it's like, it's just, constant like that before before all barbie it was that don't dream it's over song that i sent you and you pretended to listen to but you didn't um it was that song i knew the song you knew the song but you didn't listen you pretended to listen to it and you did that thing where you kept saying it wasn't working and i kept resending it i realized it wasn't funny to me (laughs) it wasn't funny to me I, none of my jokes are funny. That's my thing. <laughs> but I really like, I have a thing where I feel the need to do it, even though I know it's not going to get any sort of reaction from anyone. <laughs> and I'm not going to feel good about it. I just have to do it. And they're not even jokes. <laughs> they're just mean things that I do, like tell you that your link is broken. So you keep sending the same song. And I'm like, I kept sending I'm not it. sure what this is. And I can't explain it to you because like, there's nothing, uh, there's no positive about it. I know. And then you kept telling me you didn't know what Roy Scovel was going to do until I, you got mad at me oh, yeah. for my reaction to that. <laughs> <laughs> I did get mad. Um, I, yeah, yeah but... you were also mad at me for five whole minutes before you <laughs> forgave me. But I forgave you. Uh, what's your next uh, YouTube video? So I guess my next YouTube video... Okay, the Kevin Klein dance scene from In and Out. Okay, I I um if I'm in a bad mood or I'm just like going through YouTube, I will I will always pull this up. So it's Kevin Klein and In and Out. He does this dance scene to um, I Will Survive. And uh, if you don't know the movie, it's kind of dated now. Um, but like the whole concept of the movie was um. This professor was about to get married to um, Joan Cusack and um, he he finds out he's gay in the process and he's gay because he loves show tunes and being neat. The two Uh, things that gay men are. are It's very dated. Once you watch it, you're just kind of like, okay, all the reasons he's gay are just kind of like, oh, you're not like every other man. But yeah, basically the whole movie is about um, everyone knowing that Kevin Klein is gay before he's gay. So the this scene in the movie is he's he got a tape from um, some kind of like self-help place that was supposed to determine if he's gay. So he puts it on 
and um the guy on the tape is just kind of like manly men do not dance and um i will survive starts playing and kevin klein's like come on because he wants to dance um so the whole scene is like the the guy on the tape keeps yelling at him not to dance and i will survive starts playing and kevin klein slowly starts to like get into the beat of the song and then he just goes into this whole dance scene um where he just gets super into it and he does like a whole dance number while the guy's still yelling at him he's like quit shaking that thing stop it (laughs) stop play like stop dancing and then like it it abruptly ends and he's just like what's up gay boy or something (laughs) whatever a 90s gay movie would say um but yeah it's beautiful because like the choreography is great i love kevin klein i have such a crush on kevin klein um he's uh, he's like uh, he's one of my favorite actors and so it's just so fun because like every like i feel like every um role that he plays he just gets so into it and he just brings himself into it and i think he's also kind of a broadway boy where he's like a singer and mm-hmm. a dancer and so like every time like there's a, a movie with him singing and dancing he just gets so into it so it's so fun i love it so much it's beautiful thank you yeah that's i love and i also really love when people when a song just really works well and a movie and the characters are getting into it. And like, sometimes you can tell it's like, they really wanted this to work, you know? And sometimes you're just like, I felt that I felt like that yeah. could have had, I felt like there is, you know, if you ran the universe uh, a million times, you'd, you'd get that happening at some point. It, it did feel very genuine. I think you can tell in that scene, especially, I think you can tell in all Kevin's and Kevin Klein movies that he's first and foremost, a theater actor. Hmm. So, so I think especially in like a fish called Wanda and fierce creatures, you can just tell the way he talks and the way he like brings like his like, I think he just brings so much into characters and he just gets so full and behind it that you're just kind of like, I, it's believable. Yeah, that's beautiful. I love Kevin Klein. All right. I got it. Um, I wasn't going to pause, but I'm in a different chair. That's like a soft chair. So I have to like stand up. You got to stand so, up for a few minutes. No, I just got to go to the restroom. But I, it was going to be a thing where I could like sneak and go. But like I can't because the chair is too hard to get out of. You were going to you were going to leave and I was just going to be like, oh, what's going on? Um, uh, Basically, let's take a break real quick. <laughs> so how um, are you doing? Oh, I'm OK. Let me tell you about my week. Uh, okay. I started playing. <laughs> gotcha. So um, what's your next YouTube video? Okay, so um I guess we should probably start wrapping up here soon. Um, you say yes? I say gasp. I wanted to give you some genres that I get stuck in quite a bit, which is this um this electro wave uh style or these remixes. Um there is a remix of Seven Nation Army that is by uh, the Glitch Mob. Or it's called the Glitch Mob Remix. I don't know uh, anything about that, but it is. It just you know, anytime anybody, it, it's Seven Nation Army. Everybody loves it. Gets it. It's just a good like whatever it is. It, it's gotten all of us. Nobody can deny it. You know, it's just one of those songs. And I love the White Stripes, and Elephant is also one of my favorite albums. And I just like anytime I see that coming up. Uh, I just I love it and it just it's intense. So if you're feeling like a really 
you're feeling a high and you want it to be intensified and you is watch it just this. like the fire at the circus uh is it intense <laughs> 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 that's what fires uh that never gets old <laughs> hear about fire at the circus <laughs> it's intense but anyway intense. Um, I do like that one. I do like another version of him just playing it live. And then there is the uh, under black pool lights, but that's not a YouTube one for me. I, that's a DVD that uh, Tim Berkey stole from Walmart. Um, and then I'll uh, turn him in. <laughs> good. That's this whole podcast has been about. <laughs> uh, it's the fact that he stole that. He stole from a large corporation. Uh, uh, I don't have first and last named anybody this whole podcast, but this man stole from walmart you know what i steal from walmart i steal from whole foods every day because fuck you that shit shouldn't be ten dollars <laughs> i'm gonna take it and what are you gonna do about it um what do you steal from whole foods i steal the hot meals and i steal the treats all the time you just take how them do you do it, it? you just, just take put them? them in your bag yeah because they don't have tags on them i just don't wow like i what i do is i sit my my thing is i just kind of sit them off to the to the right like as if like, oh, I'm just getting it out of the way so I can scan other stuff first. And then once I scan everything in the confusion, I just kind of sit it on top of stuff. And I, I, I do that. These things yeah, are fucking, it's so easy. Yeah. If you just kind of just like act like you're just kind of like going about your day. Yeah. You can steal anything. I don't yeah. steal very much, but it's like there's a few things where I'm just kind of like, why am I paying for this? Yeah. I shouldn't have to. Um, and it's I would never steal from a mom and pop store, obviously. Of course. That should be said. Yeah. It doesn't even need to be said. Um, but like um, um, a lot of large grocery stores, I will steal fresh cut flowers from on um, yeah. the day. I will do it so often. I don't think <laughs> I've paid for fresh cut flowers uh, in a year. I yeah. just take them. I put them in my cart. I put them in the little drink holder in my cart. Mm-hmm. And then I go through the U scanner and I walk out and literally Paul, every time the security guard will compliment my flowers on the way out. Um, but uh, that's literally all that's ever happened. They'll just be like, <laughs> what beautiful flowers. And I'll be like, thank you. Thank you. And I'll I, leave. Just, I, just that's funny. <laughs> I was like, I just feel like, especially fresh cut flowers. I'm like, there's so many back there yeah. and they're just going to die. So it's like, why shouldn't I take them? <laughs> Yeah, no, I and that's they're like nineteen fucking dollars. Like I'm yes. not gonna pay for that. I'm Fuck not gonna that. pay nineteen dollars when this grocery store is getting all my other money just for corn dogs and shit. And like I'm, I'm always just gonna like, take these flowers. Like I saw how much they were trying to charge me for a loaf of bread. Like I don't feel bad for a second. Like absolutely all the shit is too expensive. And I, I that's what I say to myself. I just they're say, lucky I'm not stealing more me. shit. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I doubt that. Yeah. I mean, it's just like uh, my other move is I'll like fiddle with it and peel. If there's a sticker on it, I'll peel it off. Uh, mm. And then, but I usually just, I usually take things that don't have. A I used to do that in college. I used to, yeah. um, I, I would walk around the store. I don't do that. I don't do this at all now, mm-hmm. but in college, cause I didn't have any money in college, but I would for my clothes, if I like wanted a new pair of pants or a shirt or something, I would walk around the store with it and I would like fiddle with the, um, the tag, the, the tag, tag yeah. until it came off. And then I would pick up another tag that was like, maybe like a $2 something. 
and I'd slip it on. Nice. And then when I went through the U scan, I would just scan it like normal and it would look like I'm just scanning it, but yeah. it would be like $2 when the actual thing I was buying was like $45. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Yeah. That's uh, uh, again, like you said, you know, don't steal from, from people that have small businesses and rely on their right. income, but you know, this fucking Whole Foods is owned by Amazon. And they all have, yeah, they have this built into their plan that people are going to steal. Yeah. Like, obviously, if you don't, if you don't need to, like, uh, neither of us need to steal, but it's like, we're not doing it to the capacity where like, we're buying, we're not stealing everything from Whole Foods or anything. But it's like, I don't know, I feel like a bunch of that stuff is just kind of like, sometimes it's fine. I don't give a shit. No, there's, there's obviously wage theft is the largest. I mean, that's the most theft there is. That's the highest level of theft in the United States. You know, they're stealing money from us, not paying us. Um, they also, I know Whole Foods and Kroger both have you, you know, wheel the shit out at the end of the day that is perfectly good food and could go to homeless shelters and could go to people. Yeah, and they make it. you destroy it. They and make they people make destroy, you it. destroy it. Yeah. And like, I would just kind of leave it out there and let people grab it because people were back there. And guess what? Fuck you. Like, they should be able to eat food and live. And and like, no one should have to fucking eat out of a dumpster anyway. Yeah. So it's like, it's just so it's bullshit. Like the whole like the whole thing, like. I know there's like some corporations that are like, I don't know, I hate to give ups to people because I know they're bullshit in other ways, but I do like that Panera will at least donate all their extra bread and shit to like homeless shelters without. I mean, it's small shit, right? Like, it's like, yeah, that should just be the norm, though. Like, that should just be what happens. That shouldn't be like a congratulations, Panera, you're doing it. That should just be the norm. It should be like, if you're like, if bread I understand that there's like the law, like I, I, that's what they always come back with. If there's like the lawsuit of it's about to go bad, but I'm sorry. Like your bread is not about to go bad to the capacity that it's like, you can't donate it. If you are throwing it out two days later, like I'm, I'm not advocating giving moldy bread to homeless shelters. Nobody is, but like you're throwing away perfectly good shit. Mm -hmm. That's it. And it's sad. It's fucking pathetic that, like you said, it's it's that we give props to a company for doing the most basic thing. It's like during the pandemic when they were like, oh, we've got too many potatoes and we're just going to fucking destroy them. It's like, give them to people. Give them yeah. to hungry people. Quit being monsters. You're horrible, horrible people. You all yeah. deserve to fucking die. Go to Why hell. would you destroy before you fit? Like, I, I just don't. That's what I don't understand. Like, of the brains of, like, all these people is just like. How do you get to that point of corporate greed where you just don't even see other people as people? I don't know. It, it's just yeah. bizarre. It's it's fucking bizarre. And like, they teach it to you. They teach it to you. As somebody that was like, you know, moving up almost unwillingly through the management line and to the point where I was just like, I'm not fucking doing this anymore. They tell you like, it's just, they, they try to break your soul and they try to break, you know, they try to other you from from other people, other workers, and they try to make you feel like you're superior. And then you move up and then you forget about that level and you move up and you forget about that level. Yeah, and it's just obviously- so sad. And then you're supposed to be mad that stuff goes in the dumpster, but no one should be eating out of a dumpster to begin with. Like, that's exactly. fucking yeah. sad. So you're just like, this should be like 
this should be put on a table and given to people. People shouldn't have to be digging for anything. Like yeah. if someone's already digging for something, then that's to the point where like that we've already failed to we already uh, failed. Yeah. yeah. We've already made somebody. Yeah. Like it's, it's insane. And it's like all these billion dollar corporations that are still like, Oh, well we can't, I don't know what the fuck they are concerned about. Like just quit being ghouls. Um, honestly, just die. Um, it's, don't like, isn't there a point where you have enough money? Like, I just don't under, no, like, there's... I think that's what I don't understand. It's just like people like Mitch McConnell, you're like, isn't there a point where you have enough money? You don't, you're not, you don't need any money for the rest of your life. And Why this, are you still yeah. being a fucking asshole? Like, it's, yeah, this resentment. You just want to be better than other people. You don't understand the struggle of other people. Like that, is that all it is? I don't, I don't know. It just, yeah. it makes no sense. We don't, we can get off this topic. We don't have to be all like. It's, it's, it's hard <clears throat> not to right now in it. Like there's just so much garbage going on and, and you know, all the stuff with, trans rights being taken away and and how horrible that is and how just it's i think it's i don't know it's just impossible not to be it just really makes me so mad off. that we can't just let people live like why can't people just live yeah. in this in and this country fucking health care that they need and have the support that they need to i to just become the people that i have never are. given a shit about what anybody does with their body why do people start now and give it to the point where they're like we have to take this i don't know yeah, this is off of YouTube. I'm just so mad. I no, don't that's, know. It's just it's I mean, it's not obvious. Oh, yeah, it's 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 a fucking insane and sick. And like, it doesn't need to be said, obviously, for that specific thing that if you're listening to this and you're, you know. A transphobe, just fuck off like we don't want you to listen. And there's. I don't know. Fuck you. And otherwise do what you can donate help out you know like i'm trying to see what i can do around here obviously i have organizations that i give to and like talk to your family like i know it took a little bit for our parents to come around not because they're bad people but because it's maybe something they didn't understand or hadn't come in you know hadn't really come contact with and i am surprised mom has made very like yeah large strides and i know that, that i was surprised about um so i wanted to just yeah i was talking about <laughs> videos that uh uh so i was talking about uh elephants and and uh that um my dave wave who does these electro uh electronic music videos um of um usually he does a lot of videos but the big ones are disney songs and those are the ones i tend to watch over and over again so he does like friend like me um he does the everybody wants to be a cat which is my favorite one he does i want to be like you um he does that weird dumbo song with the elephants where they're all bubbles um and i just i'm obsessed with these i send them to people and they say oh yeah um but they're so much fun, and uh, the the Aristocat one, the uh, everybody wants to be a cat, is, is particularly fun. I think you know, it cuts them together in fun ways, and he's playing the piano along with it, and the, they're really fun mixes. Um, I would recommend checking them out. Hells yeah, hells yeah. <laughs> and then um, my uh, 
medleys i listen to a lot of medleys uh i'm obsessed with medleys um i have two you that love I, medleys i do love medleys i i love medleys i love medleys <laughs> do you love medleys? <laughs> i love medleys oh, um, Daddy, are you okay? i listen to Sorry. So I was having a really hard time at a horrible job that I am no longer at, thankfully. And um, I was just stressed out all the time. And I was really you know, like, I was just like not feeling well. And then I was, started playing Final Fantasy VI again, which is one of my favorite games. Um, and it was just one of those things that's like, this is really cool. It just reminds me of being a kid. Um, and I was just like having a really fun time with it. And I really like the music in that game. And I searched out, there's this medley of, which I thought was a full orchestra uh, thing, but it's just like a create, somebody made this and it's incredible. It's so good. Uh, Rebecca E. Tripp is the creator's name. And um, it's just amazing. It's just a medley of all the music and Final Fantasy VI. And I can't stop listening to it. And I would just walk around the campus. I was on, working on a campus and I would just listen to this and I'd be like, fuck yeah. Like when <laughs> some of the parts came in and like the overworld theme in that's like, I love it so much. It's so powerful. And like the way that this, this creator had, 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 you know, arranged it, it was just like, it just hit me so hard. I would like walk around, like I was a character in the game and just, really feeling into <laughs> it so i i don't know i just that made me really happy um and i still listen to it and i listened to a big chunk of it today and uh, i just learned today that that was a you know i don't know if they collaborated with anyone but they at least were they had listed that they put this together themselves and i'm very impressed by that it's, it's incredible um my james bond medley of course all the james bond themes this one specifically, the ultimate James Bond medley. Um, and it is uh, really, uh, it is another one that it's like, it's it's fun to watch as well as listen to because you get to see all these different performers and they're all so talented. And they're um, just uh, nobody I, I've heard of before, but they're, they're just like incredible singers. And like, they start with Diamonds Are Forever, which is one of my favorites um and it's just like it starts on a harp and then it it goes i'm not going to go through the whole thing but i just really like the beginning part of it it goes into a view to a kill um they do they just nail that one and they just they just keep nailing each one there's there's a couple that i like a lot more than the others but it's just crazy to me that they just all they hit so well and they have just all of these these uh musicians kind of switching around and different singers and you know different guitar players and um it's just really cool to see and it's also the reason that i do now like madonna's uh uh die another day which i hated like most people before um but i listened to this just very short version of it. it's like that's actually pretty cool and now i'll listen to the the madonna version and i'm like you know what i don't hate this so uh, <laughs> it did change my mind on that song as well uh, as being just an incredible thing with a lot of talented young people beautiful beautiful yeah and then i had <laughs> uh I, i'm sorry i had one oh, was that my last medley oh no i'm not gonna talk about that one i do like it but uh i'm not uh going to talk about it well good because it's my turn to say one. i'm so sorry go ahead 
I like to watch the Highway 40 song oh. with, with Brack and yes. Freddie Prince Jr. Yes. It is beautiful. It's a lovely 90s video or early 2000. I'm not sure which. Um, but I remember watching it on Adult Swim. It used to be like a little like cut that um, they did on Adult Swim. And now it is something you can look on on YouTube. Basically, it is Freddie Prince Jr. hitchhiking on the road. Brock uh, from Space Ghost fame stops to pick him up in his tiny little car. Mm-hmm. Freddie Prince gets in and uh, Brock has him sing a song called Highway 40. Uh, and it is a lovely song. And he'll uh, Brack sings the, the majority of it. And has Freddie Prince sing some of the words until he has Freddie Prince come in for the whole thing. Uh-huh. And then they go through and they do the, let's sing like girls. Let's sing like pigs. And it's beautiful. Freddie Prince goes into it 100%. Yes. He's a beautiful man. He does a great um, job. He does a great job because he, he, I think the beautiful thing about Freddie Prince Jr., I think this is what makes him like so fun as an actor and mm-hmm. just as a celebrity he doesn't take himself too seriously he's like in all these movies um he usually plays like the dumb jock guy or like um he's in a lot of horror movies it's just like the dumb jock guy basically yeah. he's married to um sarah michelle geller in in real life and he's played alongside of her in a couple movies um they are still married to this day because they are both beautiful wonderful people and it's because freddie prince jr can do videos like this where he 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 goes all in and he takes a back seat to brack like he's not the star in this video he accepts he yeah he's just kind of like i'm just a guy that got picked up on the side of the road by this main character man brack and he's going to sing the song and I'm going to go along with it. But he also goes full in. He's like, yeah. I'm going to have a good time with it. And I just think he's a great guy. I love Sarah Michelle Geller. I think they're both wonderful people. They're yeah. both so funny. Like every, They both have the same sense of humor where it's like stuff like that, where it's like they just kind of like go with it. Like yeah. every time they're in videos like that, it's just kind of like Sarah Michelle Geller will just be like, I know who I am. I'll just go with it. Yeah, I'll just be um, Sarah Michelle Geller. Yeah, they're both like that. And I think that's why they've stayed together so long and they fit together so well. And they're both just beautiful. Um, but yeah, it's it's wonderful. If you haven't watched it, I would pull it up on YouTube's. No, this is I, I watch this sometimes. Um, and I actually got one time I was in the car and I had the song stuck in my head. And I had I have two Brack songs constantly stuck in my head. It's it's this one, and then it's Ohio. The Ohio, Ohio. Oh, yes. High in the middle. And I'll sing that one all the time, especially if we're driving in Ohio. Um, <laughs> and But I did once just start doing this, and then I started doing the thing where I'd say, now you sing 40 to, to Kellator, and she started doing it, and it was a, a beautiful <laughs> moment. We were It was just like, she had never heard the song before. I was just like, and it was just like that same sort of energy. I was just like, I'm driving down Highway 40, 40. in my big old, old truck. truck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying old. <laughs> Not like species. She didn't. Uh, we didn't get that far, but uh, that do it. Being able to do that whole thing was a was a magical moment, and uh, yeah, I would recommend <laughs> watching that video. 
It's so fun. Um, and it's not, it's funny because I feel like stuff like that should be annoying, but it's not. I don't know. Like, how I, I don't know how the Brack stuff isn't annoying. Like it's, it's, we had that whole album when we were kids. Um, but it's, it's, I feel like it's like, um, and I, I know that Pee Wee Herman's going around a lot now cause he just passed away recently. Um, but like, I feel like it's like that where it's like Pee Wee Herman should be the most annoying shit you've ever seen in your life. But it's not mm-hmm, at the same mm-hmm. time. And it's funny that it's not. It's just kind of like if someone had just shown you that and just been like, this is just a random YouTube video that has no connection to anything. You'd be like, turn this the fuck off. <laughs> I, can't, I can't stand this. But with it being Pee Wee Herman in that time period, I don't know what it is. I don't know what the blend is, but it works so well. And I mm-hmm. think that is the same with Brack. It's just like it works so well and no one really knows why. <laughs> it's a it's a Norm Macdonald similar phenomenon, at least in that. There are humans that are just like, I don't know how you're not annoying. I don't know how you're saying all these things or talking a lot or, yeah, you know, I don't know how this is interesting. I don't know how this is not annoying. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing, but you've done it and uh, I'm jealous. Yeah, there's just, I don't know. That's And it's a different thing than funny. It's just like, yeah, of course, I want this to be around. Like, yeah, it's just like okay you're like let's, i think let's it's like this. the unforcedness of it i don't know yeah. if that's all it's very it is natural it's very natural because yeah if 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 someone was just trying to do a brack style stuff like any of the songs on that album it all it only works for him because there's just like a total unawareness yeah. when he does it that is just kind of like i'm not it's it's he's not trying to be funny in in the in the character like obviously he's trying to be funny because that's the whole point but it's like in his character he's not trying yeah so it's like i think it just carries so well because like i feel like all those songs could be annoying so fucking easily like their their other big ones are like the weird buds where he sings the girl part and the boy part he does a higher voice that he's doing with brad and it's perfect it's so (laughs) good and it's so fucking funny but it's not something i would ever think was funny with anything else i feel like and then he does that other song where he just names the things he likes for like 20 minutes i like 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 all kinds of corn Oh, oh God, it's corn. And then he's he likes got this. That. He likes that. He likes girls. That song's so funny. I love that Zorak is so into it too. Yeah, he's, he's just got like, we like girls. <laughs> uh, I was going to say too, this is, uh, I guess this is related because I think I, I watched this on YouTube too. Um, no, I didn't. But we're not going to tell anyone about that. Um, Leslie Nielsen, I will watch him in any movie he's in, and I will laugh because the man is that same sort of way where you're just like, I don't know how you're doing it, whatever you're doing, but you're very funny. But it's great. You're but doing it's great. It's the funniest thing and every delivery. And sometimes I'm like, that joke is not funny, but I'm laughing because it's funny. I don't know. I laughed at him 
ramming his car into what every time that, that he, there's a gag where every time he'd pull his car on the screen he would smash into something <laughs> and every time i burst out laughing like it's just I've, and it's because he gets out and he just like looks around <laughs> like i don't know it's it's so funny anyway that joke um, in spot i think it's spy hard where um he keeps meeting he he met that guy and the the guy told him that they've met several times before mm-hmm. he just goes uh, um okay so first of all this is horrible <laughs> um so yeah the guy comes in while they're golfing and he he comes up and he goes hey and then leslie nielsen holds his golf club over his head and starts to attack him and he's like <laughs> hey and then like he's like oh no 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 we've met several times before and then Leslie Nieslin like nods knowingly and he's like oh yes and he has that thought bubble it's just him doing that again and he's <laughs> <Yes>. like hey <laughs> like that shouldn't be funny but that's so fucking yeah, funny <laughs> or when he's got he's like I remember the last time I saw my wife and he looks at a picture and it's her falling off she's that falling cliff. down the- <laughs> <laughs> she's falling that's every joke but it's so funny every time oh no oh, oh no anyway that's a leslie deals with i just yeah watched. i think we're kind of at the end even though i like we we um i haven't i haven't done all mine i know so i'll just say that my oh, yeah. next two okay go ahead um the the other two i have on here that i always watch and these aren't funny, so this will this will be like an ending zone. Okay. Um. So I have the Pomplamoose and Benfold song, um, where they sing with Nick Hornby. Mm, that's a good song. It's so good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. That's a magical. Um, that's a magical song. It makes my it makes my heart like flutter, like when I listen to it. Mm. Like even now, like I can't like especially when they do the. There's a part where she does the ooze, and then they also yeah, do like yeah. the um, circling of the wine glasses to make that noise. I had I for a while. Um, I had all the Nick Hornby monologues memorized. I don't know if I still do. Hang on. <laughs> Kelly has been attacked. <laughs> <laughs> had a cough attack. I was gonna sing all of Gloria. I wonder if I could still do one. But I I loved I used to have all the God, sorry, I was coughing. Hold on a second. No, you're good. Glory. I missed it. I missed the part where it changed. Then I don't know what they say after that. In the sun. All right, let me see if I can do one of the monologues. Okay. We can cut this out if it doesn't work. All right. Our universe consists of between 20 to 30 billion trillion galaxies. I can't do it. Fuck. It's good. You're getting close. That is, I think that's the one where they're doing, uh, they're doing like the little. They're doing the wine thing. The wine glass. Yeah. Our uh, universe consists of between 30 to 50 billion trillion galaxies arranged in 80 to 140 billion galaxies. Our nearest neighboring star is called Proxima Centauri, which is 25,000 miles of us. Miles of us. I need a loaf of bread, but I'm too busy to walk around the corner. 
That's how it ends. <laughs> he should have been like, it's pretty cool that we live here. <laughs> I used cool. to be able to just do it all. Like I could yeah. do like I because I, I, I remember when I was in high school, I trained this because I was in theater arts mm-hmm. and we had to do a monologue. So I, I picked like maybe like four things to be my monologue that I had memorized, but I, I went with a high fidelity one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had that one memorized for it and I was like all ready for it. But I did. I uh, what I ended up doing was the um, high fidelity. It was him. It was a. it was actually a deleted scene from high fidelity. <laughs> That's how cool I fucking was in high hey, school. You're cool. That's cool. <laughs> It was a deleted it was a deleted scene from High Fidelity that was in the book, but it was him getting the records mm-hmm. from um this guy that it was a woman giving away all the records of her husband that cheated on her mm-hmm. and she was selling them for way less than they were worth because she was mad that he cheated on her but he wanted that money to like buy something for his new woman or something. Um so I did that monologue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was a, so fucking good. Everyone fucking loved it. Did they a clob? They, the clap and uh, they all pl- is that what that is? Yeah. I was clob. scared. <laughs> did they a clob? It's like, oh my god, they're banging their hands together. <laughs> what? <laughs> you were I had that. I remember also. Or... I had, <laughs> I had the um, mall rats monologue memorized. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my god! I'm so glad I didn't do that. That would have been a nightmare. Um, <laughs> I had I, it was the when he was on the escalator. I had the Brody monologue oh of that. That kid is back. Not a year goes by, not a year that I don't hear about some bastard kid. I don't care which one. <laughs> oh, you, you could feel it. Should have been if he loved and respected that escalator. Oh, I can't do any of them anymore. I can still do. I think I've I've done I've done the uh, John Adams one on You've the done podcast that on before. This podcast, I? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I've done that. I, That's when we know you're three oh, beers in. I'm no beers in right now. Uh, yeah, um, but okay, let me do. Uh, I, I have already done my Fantastics. Could I stop you if I wanted to? I know <laughs> you have it. Go ahead and do your Fantastics. <laughs> I'm in monologue zone, Paul. I want to get. I, I just want to get one right because I fucked up. Go for it. I okay, I can do this one. I can do this one. Okay, you have you to let me rapid fire my uh, final picks, though. Understood. Okay. All right. Their moon was cardboard, fragile. It was very up to fray, and what was last night scenic may seem cynic by today, but the play's not done. Oh no, not quite. For life never ends in the moonlit night. And despite what pretty poets say, the moon is only half the day. So we would like to truly finish what was foolishly begun, for the story is not in it, and the play is never done until we've all of us been burned a bit and burnished by the sun. That was really good. That was really Thanks, good. Paul. I'm very Thank proud. Thank you so fucking That's much. It's really good. It's really good. Thank you. you Thank you. Job. All right, rapid fire. Okay, <laughs> and then we're dead. So, uh, okay, 43 uh, cartoon theme song mashup. This is another mashup uh, uh, performed in Carnegie Hall uh, by the Ensemble Connect. Um, and they do little animations over the uh, the musicians 
as oh, the songs fun. are being played and it's very fun and all the songs are really fun and I like that they do a mashup of Futurama and the Magic School Bus and it works really well and it's really fun. Uh, Island in the Sun, the funk version. Um, this is uh, Casey Abrams. This man is just like has more confidence than any human should have, but it works for him. So congratulations <laughs> to him. He is doing a funk cover of this song. And it's for with Scary Pockets, which is this group of people. It includes Pomplamoose Man, uh, who is also a very rich man. Um, and this is his little passion project that he does. And uh, anyway, the, but this Casey Abrams guy, he's very intense. It's very fun to watch. Uh, it's fun to watch the other musicians in this. The drummer is cracking up the entire time. But it's one of those things where he's just like so happy. You know, it's like that's this fucking is just nuts that this man is doing this. And it's it's a fun cover. Um, Purple Rain by Prince uh, at the Super Bowl. This is the 2007 Super Bowl Colts for Spares. Uh, and the halftime show was Prince. Prince um, plays this song. It starts to rain. It's just I mean, it's Prince, but it's just insane to see all those people there and how into it everybody was getting. Everybody was singing the end of it. And it's 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 magical. It's it's beautiful. Um, and then the Colts won that Super Bowl. So it's even better. Um, then we've got a Super Mario World ending theme that's sight read by a man named Tom Breer. And it, it's this uh, person. I don't know their relationship. I believe they are related, but he uh, composed this. He writes it out. Um, for this person who's never seen it before, uh, this older gentleman, and um, he puts out the sheet music for it, this music that the person playing the piano has not seen before, and he just fucking nails the ending to uh, Super Mario World, the, the ending theme as, as the enemies are going by, and it's it's incredible to watch. Um, it's one of those things that just makes you happy. It's like, I cannot believe someone is so talented at that aren't you and, so jealous uh, of people that can sight read like that like they can just pull up any music and just like fucking and just like nail it, it. yeah and yeah. it's just it's absurd that he had not heard it before like it's it's so good and i just like that song anyway uh, i sometimes just listen to that um, i can't oh. sight read for shit i remember i would go through i would go through music because like that would be mm -hmm. like a challenge for our our band in high school and stuff where they would give you something that was a familiar song, yeah, but they would give it to you as a sight reading exercise. And it floored me how many times I would go through a familiar song and just be like, boom, 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 boom. And then realize it's like a famous Disney song and then like know exactly how it goes. So it floors me just to, that people can just like look at sheet music and just be like, I know exactly how that goes. Like I can read that. We were in uh, history class and i was with joe doral and um we were watching this movie family a... favorite of the podcast joe, <laughs> joe doral we were watching this um i believe it was a documentary and it was this man who had survived the holocaust and he was telling a story about how he had um he there was the song that the nazi guards were telling these um the, uh i don't know why i'm stuttering there uh, you might have to cut this story out. Um, he was telling. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stop. I don't think it's appropriate. 
cut this. I can't believe Joe Doral would do this. <laughs> it was a fun, I was just like, I couldn't think of what the word would be. And now I've ruined the story. Uh, <laughs> so cut, cut, um, cut that out. I'll tell it again. Hey. It'll come hey, up I'm... naturally again. I'm going to work on it because it's funny, but it needs to be, um, I, I need to start from the beginning. And, and Pause. Family love Joe Doro. <laughs> oh, we're starting the start story over. Oh, you want to start that? You want to try the story again? I thought that's what you said. You said family okay. loves Joe Doro. What's Joe Doro up to? Joe Doro. Well, I know a Joe Doro. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't think of what you wouldn't call them inmates. What would you call them? They're not prisoners. They're not inmates. Like. Um... That I could not think of the correct, and I didn't want to say like these Jewish people. I guess that's the best because I mean they're just people that got rounded up, right? Yeah, I guess I don't. I, yeah, I don't know what they would be called in, in, in that situation. Okay, let me start the story over. I'm just gonna okay. say, um, with this Jewish man and the, these other Jewish men that are with him. We'll say that that'll be good. Okay. So anyway, we're in history class. We're watching this movie. It's a documentary. The survivor of the Holocaust is telling the story. Um, it's a Nazi guard um, talking to this man and a number of other Jewish men. They were all lined up. Uh, the Nazi guard had, I believe it was a violin. And he said, play this song and like just handed it to him. And if they could, they couldn't play it, um, they would just shoot them. And it's this horrific story. And that this man that was telling the stories, he's at the end of this line. So he sees all these people that he knows they're dying. They hand the man the violin. He plays it. He he's never heard this song before. He just knows how to play it. And like, or he's never played this song before. And he just he just nails it on the first try, gets all the way through it. It's this very, it's a, a very emotional story for a lot of reasons. Obviously, it's a, a horrific story, but it's also a hopeful story that this, you know, this, this sort of little miracle happened um, a, inside of this horrendous situation. When we watch this, Joe Dora leans over to me and says, I could have done that. <laughs> That's so Jodoro. Like, <laughs> so anyway, back back to rapid fire. That's horrible, <laughs> and like, it's just so guy you knew in high school. Yeah, that, it's just like, like, it's like it's not hard to suck. <laughs> it's just like, are you fucking kidding me? Did we not just watch the same thing? <laughs> like, Jesus fucking Christ, Joe. <laughs> So anyway, um, where was I? Uh, She's Your Baby, Ween cover um, by an artist named Summer Woods, um, just on the piano. It's very pretty. It's one of those things where if I just need to feel a little like, I don't know, it's it's uplifting. It's it's very sweet. It's it's very like it's just a very tight shot. And um, um, Summer does a lot of covers of of ween a lot of covers for other stuff does their own original music as well but it's just this is just a i don't know what it is about this particularly i don't know it's just a really good performance and i i like to watch it um and in the same vein accorda ween uh which is this uh woman that plays the uh accordion <laughs> uh 
and plays we a lot of ween songs and i think for this specific channel only ween songs and there's a lot on there that i like a lot i don't really have any that i would particularly well um yeah i guess it's it's a lot of mollusk and i'd, I'd say that um I know there's a lot of white pepper too. I think white pepper works really well if it were more like a sea shanty. They, a lot of the songs have that feel. Came right after the mall. They do. Yeah. Um, so that all being, there's a lot of artists that I like that do Ween covers, but those two are just they stand out to me. There's also a a, a video of a quarter Ween with a very very drunk Dean Ween outside of a show, and they're all singing "She Wanted to Leave." Like this group of <laughs> of drunk people are swaying back and forth, and she's playing oh, the accordion, God. and they're singing oh, "She Wanted to Leave." You should send that to me. That song makes me cry every time. It's beautiful, and and Dean is getting so into it, and it's just it's a really you could tell it's just like a cool moment for this person. That's a great song. Um, uh, Girls just want to have fun. Cover by Andrew Slanders. If you don't know who Andrew Slanders is, he's a one man band. Goes out and uh, he has the drum on his back. Uh, plays like a little kazoo thing. I don't know the names of all the instruments, but he he makes me very happy. Um, and he does like quick little jaunts. And I picked this one uh, specifically because I like that he does this like fake, these police walk by at the beginning and he does this fake siren to mock him and it makes me laugh. And they look back <laughs> in a very police way. Like, they're like, ooh, like, what are you going to do about it? It's like, um, so anyway, it's it's good. That one in particular is very good. Uh, Tom Lear, we'll all go together when we go. It's just a, if you think of those old political songs everybody makes fun of and then think of somebody doing it well and that's this man um the and this one in particular is just talking about like hey we're all gonna die uh in a nuclear blast anyway so whatever um thimbleweed park so friend <laughs> you gotta settle that you gotta you gotta stop i no. you said i could i let you no, do your monologue i'm going uh, no park. no you uh, did too many you already did too many you LSD. already filled my monologue uh, stop the cover and then uh we've got uh i actually went through the rest of these ronmo one half intro goodbye everybody <laughs> it's been a great episode of neighbor's Kitty's trash but we, unfortunately we gotta go laurie anderson I'm super we gotta mad. go delight groove in the heart bye <laughs> i got through them <laughs> i got there you didn't think i could but i did my last one was the Powerpuff Girls singing that love makes the world go round song. You didn't tell me you had another one. I I had five and I only talked about four. So well, there's my fifth one. We have exactly four minutes to discuss this. Please no, discuss. I need to know uh, your thoughts because I love this song and I listen to it. Oh, I fucking well. love this song. People try to cover it, but it never it it never hits the way it does mm. when the Powerpuff Girls themselves sing it. But basically this song is it's an episode of the of the show where um there's a mime that is going around town and he turns evil. Well, he was a clown that turns into a mime. Mm -hmm. So the once he turns into a mime, he mutes everything. So there's no music, no one can talk, everything's black and white. Mm -hmm. And the Powerpuff girls are like, we gotta put a fucking stop to this. And so um, what their plan turns out to be is that um, Bubbles, Blossoms, and Buttercup, mm -hmm. um, they uh, get a band together and they start to sing the song. So Bubbles starts it. Um, so she starts on the drums and she goes into this song. And then as she's playing Bubble, uh, Blossom, and Buttercup, 
turn into color. And so as they're playing this beautiful, wonderful song, the whole town of Townsville turns back into color. And then they also turn the mime back into a clown and he's mm-hmm. lovable again. And um, the song's great. Like, I like the way they sing it. I I like their voices in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, people cover it, especially men. I feel like there are a bunch of boy bands cover this song. They, and men, it doesn't do, work. men do it. Men, men do this a lot and they always ruin it. Because yeah. they think it's going to be, there's a level of it where it's like, oh, it's going to be, it's going to be something because I'm doing, I don't know what they think, but. Yeah, they're, they're just kind of like, oh, wrong. this is a song for little girls. And now I'm yeah. like <laughs> bringing this like indie rock into it. And I'm that's like, That's what no. they do. That's what yeah. these men do. That's, that's how all the versions of that that are on Spotify are. It's just Ugh. like indie men that are singing this song that is supposed to be three powerful young girls turning a mime back into a clown and they just don't get it. They don't understand what it is. No, there's this one. And um, I don't know. I would, no, I do. Um, it's um, what is that song? Britney Spears. Um, Oops. I did it again. And it's all these men playing it and they're doing it in there. Like you're saying, they're, they're sort of indie rock style. And I know what's going to happen here because uh, there is a band that does I can't remember who does Stacy's mom that band they cover it and it's a, it's it's fine I like that one but these people they do the high pitch still believe and then everybody in the crowd goes ah ha 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 and claps and applauds and I'm like fuck you you're you're <laughs> not doing this for the right reasons you're not really capturing the soul of yeah this you're song. just making fun of women you're, you're like this is a funny stupid yeah. woman song isn't and I'm funny? singing it as a man isn't it funny like isn't it's, it ne- funny? it's never funny isn't it funny? I'm like, this, this is song. a fucking amazing song that you should be covering with respect and you're exactly. not doing it with respect. Yeah, it's fucking pisses me off. So I yeah, I go what you're saying, but I love that song. Thanks. I love at the end. The joke is that he goes through this whole transformation, turns back to good and they still arrest the class. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry if he broke the law. <laughs> the Powerpuff Girls are nothing but um, they're, they're justice seekers. That's true. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's a beautiful song and then I, they also do a really great like breakdown through it which i always love because yeah. they do like, bubbles carries the song through the beginning because she's like the one that like um figures this all out and like does the song it's her but anyway when they all three come in they all do their own parts the because that's um, the best part yes bubbles has that mm-hmm. love makes the world go round uh, no no um that's buttercup and then bubbles comes in with a you can't hurt me with the things that you do i'll pick up dandelions and i'll give them to you and then blossom comes in with a puppy dogs yeah kitty cats swimming in love it's so beautiful the whole thing is great it's it's a wonderful i love Powerpuff girls was a great show honestly it was, a great it was show, funny yeah. um it was good. Thomas used to draw the characters mm-hmm. for me, which I always loved. I would come back with critiques. I'd be like, could you make this a little better? And he'd be like, fuck you. <laughs> but he would do it. He would always do it. It was funny because I would he would always draw me anything mm. I wanted to put on my wall, which was always great. Because Thomas is a great artist. Yeah. So like he could always do it in a way that it looked like it was the actual animators that drew it because I would always try to draw it myself and it never worked out. So I always go to Tom and I'd be like, can you draw me this? And he'd be like, fine. (laughs) 
Um, but yeah, I, he'd always draw it for me and I'd always hang it on my wall. I color it in and it was always wonderful. So yeah. That's a big, a nice story to end on. I think there's a lot of nice stories in here. Um, yeah. Everybody liked the rapid fire stuff a lot. <laughs> That's a joke about <laughs> I don't want to enjoy that. Um, where do we, what do we, uh, I guess we're, I, we should say that we're going to continue our movie thing. Um, our plan. Was yeah. As soon as we did. Okay. So we tried to continue that with eyewitness. Yeah. But that movie is fucking hard to find. And that's what you guys don't understand. You guys are We're... screaming about us that we need to find it. <laughs> and it's fucking hard to find. So anyway, I found it on Amazon finally. And I got it a DVD in the mail. And then as soon as I watch it, I'm going to mail it to Paul. And we're going to watch it. So just calm down. <laughs> Fuck down. We'll get to it. Where's I witness? Outside my window constantly. It's like I'm trying to go to bed. But we'll... Um, well, yeah, that's that's still our plan. Um, we are taking, I think we already talked about this, but we're taking the sur a survivor from, we're trying to do thrillers and horror movies, and we're taking the survivor character from previous film, in this case, Sigourney Weaver, and we're finding a new movie that's another thriller or horror movie, and we're seeing if that if she can survive that movie as well. So, so yeah, the new, the new movie is Eyewitness, which Eyewitness. at this point neither of us has seen. Yeah. Um, but I I have it. It's a DVD that I have in a package that I have not opened yet. Brag. And I'll open it. I'll you know what, Paul? I'll try to rip it and yeah, put rip it, it on Plex. That way we can watch it. I'll uh, see if I'm capable time. of that, and then we'll see if that's the only movie I have on my Plex. <laughs> that would be an amazing one movie. <laughs> It'll be exciting for everybody. They'll be like, "That's the one movie I needed," and I'm like, "That's the one movie I have." Sometimes that happens. I do have, I think, two songs that I think I need to upload specifically because I've heard that nobody else has them, and one I had yeah. to seek out myself. So I will put them up. You should. That's what the lesson is. Yeah, I will put, put it up. If you think you're the only one that has something, put it up put it online. Up. Seriously, put it up online. Not even a joke. Put it up online. Not a joke. Yeah. Because somebody else online. is out there wanting, wanting it, can't find they it. Somebody want, else is, They want what you have, and they can't find it. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody is is the only one. And know. no one has been this generous since LimeWire for God knows what reason. Exactly. So. Let's do it. Let's lime wire it up, even though YouTube does that a lot already. Let's increase the lime wireness of increase it by 25%. <laughs> All right. All Bye. right. Well, okay. Goodbye. <laughs> Eight rehabs isn't enough, but I've done and seen the most killer stuff. But I'ma tell you this, don't ask a brother when he's taking a piss. Just us on your television. You can dance like me, you can dance like Kiki. It hurt you real bad, you can take it from Kiki.